Geek Shock. Oh, I watched Jersey Boys. The movie? Yeah. How was it? One of the things I like about the movie, it's good. I enjoyed it. Okay. One of the things I'm glad they did is they hired a bunch of people that had been doing the show for years. Oh, good. To, like, be the guys. And they didn't really hire, you know, Christopher Walken's, like, the only name. And he's not one of the major players. And once again, it's one of those things of, like, part of the problem, I think, with Walk the Line is you're seeing Joaquin Phoenix play. If it had been, like, nobody you knew but was a great Johnny Cash impersonator, you know what I mean? Then you wouldn't, Mm -hmm. I think you could buy into it more because it wouldn't be... So I wasn't. That's dist- been my argument with superhero movies for the longest time. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you, I wasn't you cast distracted. You a star, and you see a star. Yeah, I wasn't distracted by the star, and it's not like I can't see stars play other roles. Blah blah blah. But we're already telling a story about a well-known person in the Jersey Boys, you know, Frankie Valli story, and all his buddies. So then to put a well-known person in the role of a well-known person, it's like you've right. got almost too much celebrity happening in one place. It gets. So I was kind of glad they went that route with it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. smart. But yeah, it was good. It was, uh, you know, it was Clint Eastwood. He makes good movies. Great. Yeah. I'm glad to hear because I really want that movie to be great. It's not a ton of music. If you're going to that movie to see the music, there's the music's there. Right. right. But compared to the, 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 you know, the show, the stage okay. show, it's, it's half the music. Wow. If really? not even less. I can believe that, though. Because yeah, they the focused show, the on songs the, are all their hits, so. Yeah, and in the in a, in a stage production, it's like, oh, it's awesome to see these guys do great versions of it. We'd love to see the whole version, blah, 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 the whole song. But in a movie, you're sort of like, well, I just, they're already kind of lip syncing. I think they're all lip syncing to the actual recordings okay. in a lot of cases. Or they're lip syncing to their own recording. I don't know. It's Either way, it's somebody's lip syncing to something. Yeah, it right. just does. In a movie, you just don't need it as they're, much. They're not lay missing? Is that it's what you It's already saying? songs you already know. You know what I mean? And, you know, so it's a. Uh, yeah, if you're going to go to Jersey Boys to listen to all the music, mm-hmm. you'll get the music, but it won't. Okay. It's it's probably 10 or 15 minutes in before the guys start singing. Welcome you to know. Geek Shock. It is episode front 242. I am Master Torgo. Famous. The famous Paul. Blah. It is Jeff. <laughs> Captain Luddite. <laughs> We're here to talk weekend geek. It takes two of us to impersonate famous Paul. Just, you know, that's how big of an entity and a personality he is. It takes two of us to do a bad impersonation of the famous Paul. He is here. He just had to wipe his hands from the filth the, that was the his dinner. Greasy McDonald's. <laughs> greasy McDonald's, which is it's it's kind of a, a ritual. Is that a song by him? the Dead Milkin? Dilk, the, the dead, dead milkman, milk, the dead, dead dickin, the Dells, dead milkman, the Dells milk, greasy McDonald's, <laughs> greasy McDonald's. I got it all over my hands. Uh, I guess it is now. The dead milkin, bring you milkin greasy milkin. McDonald's. <laughs> That's one of my favorite dead milkin songs. Sorry, I, I'm not as good as doing the off the cuff music as 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 know. the that the famous solid. Paul here. That was solid. He's uh, that was solid. You have Dr Pepper barbecue sauce. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I found that at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was in the Beyond section. That's, that's, that's clearly Beyond. That's clearly Beyond. 
You, in the you, beyond <laughs> section. In the fucking mystery spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, here are the coffee mugs. Uh, nothing says like nothing says bedtime like Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. You, you, missed, you missed my Dr. Pepper licorice sticks that I had. Oh, Dr. Pepper licorice sticks? My licorice sticks. I am just slurring badly today. I haven't even had anything to drink today. That was Dr. Pepper licorice sticks. <laughs> Bring me the Dr. Pepper Lizard. No, the Dr. Pepper Lizard is Dr. Pepper. When I wanted to be a pepper, I said, hey, how about a lizard? I said, no, we can't have that. I said, oh, but oh, but oh, but Have you ever schismed with a flizz mop? Have you ever with a flizz Whoa! <laughs> oh, that was my favorite. Like uh, the, they did the, uh, when Patrick Stewart hosted Saturday Night Live years ago. Uh, <laughs> it was Adam Sandler as Cosby, <laughs> and he was just spouting gibberish. It, it's like to everybody. Unlike what Paul just did. <laughs> Paul, Paul's well thought out arguments. <laughs> One of the lines was like, "Have you ever skilled with a flizz mop?" And they're like, "What?" <laughs> Yeah, and then the response was like, "Well, maybe one time when I was in college, but uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous." Flizz mop. Well, before we go into our what we did this week, uh, just oh. a, a few notes we received. First Uh-oh. off, I wanted to Are we in don't trouble? really oh, don't really read the uh, the fan mail so much, but this one came from so far. Uh, hi guys, just wanted to shoot you a quick email to say how much I enjoy listening to the show. I've only been listening for the past eighteen months or so. But I'm working my way through the back catalog. Is that all? <laughs> yeah, that's all. Uh, that's due, a lot. That's dedication. Yeah, that's a lot. Due to living in a somewhat remote section of Australia, Whew. I generally have to travel long distances to work, and you guys keep me alert and in good spirit as I drive around the oh, countryside. Well, good, good, good. Oh, nice. You're a funny bunch of fuckers, and I look forward to a new podcast from you all in the future. Your Aussie mate. David Martyr. So. Well, thank you, David. Oh, cool. Thank you, yeah, David. Thanks, David. How nice to have another hemisphere heard from. We love it. Absolutely. Or heard in. Peeps in the land of Oz. Going giving out. us props. I'm down for it. Hanging out in the dangerous section of Australia. Is Urgh. that the dangerous section? If, if, if it's rural, it's dangerous. Simple as that. I, I feel like that's... I feel like that's... Uh, that's the truth. It's not, but it's different. Da- like America is dangerous because of people. Australia is dangerous because of monsters. Because of nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like 18 foot wing- wingspan bats and shit. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I, what is it? Like five of the 12 most deadliest snakes live in Australia or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Something crazy like that. I, he's screaming at his radio right now. <laughs> You're all a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Read a book for Christ's sake. We are a bunch of isolated idiots that don't know anything about other countries. God bless America. That's true. (laughs) We don't even know our own country. Why would we take time to learn another one? In fact, I... (laughs) In fact, I had had some guests I waited on uh, a couple weeks ago. They were from England, and... uh, you know, one of the common gripes is because we're on the strip, everything is a little higher priced, and That's and it is. people were people was like, I, I all the time I get people complaining about how much the food costs. Why does this cost fifteen dollars? Why does this cost seventeen dollars? And I'm like, welcome to tourist land. Yes, welcome to Las Vegas. But this this British couple, uh, 
informed me that uh, our prices were ridiculously low priced. Yes. And uh, and I said, yeah, a lot of people don't realize how much food costs in other countries. In other countries. Yeah. And they said, yeah, your portions are great. They're, they're good, really good size. They're great value for the money and fairly inexpensive. And I'm like, Especially I'm going to... when you consider the... Yeah pound versus the dollar yeah exactly yeah. so i'm i'm gonna keep that in mind every time somebody tells australia me apparently is very expensive oh yeah yeah very expensive. well for your lifeblood sure no 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 financially oh. get off the <laughs> you know the movie tremors is not demons real. come from australia number one the movie tremors is not real and it did not take place in australia <laughs> well yeah <laughs> still demons Demons do not come from us. Demons come no. from the outback. All of them. No. I have a feeling he's going he's gonna to stop listening to us after this yeah. episode. <laughs> no, he'll he'll back calling, me up. Don't, those are aborigines. Those That's why demons. he doesn't drive after dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was because of kangaroos. <laughs> demons, yes. Kangaroos are not demons. <laughs> You've seen their ears? Horns. They weren't those ears, they uh, horns. You are mistaken, my friend. You are or the, the dingo that is our FCC chairman. Well, I won't. I won't deny that dingoes are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a dingo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, well, apparently in our game of red light green light, we have pissed off the higher up. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I was sent a message from the uh, KEO of the production company, Kirsten. Yeah, Commander K has has put down an edict. K executive to, order. Commander, yeah. executive officer. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, Bonzo is not here, and fact check will be coming before Supposedly. long. Who knows? Uh, but I, I should read this. So, wow, a memo. Uh, th- yeah, memo for I official need to memo. A cigar for this. Think you'd munch on the cigar. Uh, <laughs> in fact, yeah, it's kind of written in here. The cigar bit. All right. Oh, is it nice? <laughs> All right, then, Commander K, K E O Station K U G S Paramount Channel here. Takes a puff from Stogie, leans back in stupid, expensive leather chair. Not only do you fucks give me indigestion, my angina is acting up too, you know that? Getting right to it, Stogie Puff, here's a show idea. A bunch of stupid fucks get together, and they don't do shit while the galaxy passes them by. We call it Nothing Stupid Fuck Non-Action Hour that stars Luddite, Fact Check, and Bonds No. This Star Trek thing? I can't believe the Paramount execs are smarter than you guys. Oh wait, yeah I can. What do you lumps spend minutes talking about there? Star Trek! How much did Paramount spend to get you dummies to talk about it? Nothing. Advertising? Marketing? So much as a focus group? Nope. It's not just what you get out of it, it's also what you put into it in the first place. If you don't put a dime in, the people are talking about just shit. It's a good thing. Especially when it's got that well done thing 80s Jeff loves so much. (laughs) Christ, I'm choking here agreeing with 80s for fucking Jeff killing me. But these fan guys know well done. Jesus fuck, Star Trek Wars, what did I tell you sorry lame ass shits about explosions in space? This can only do good for the franchise. You guys suck at this so much I'd fire every fucking one of you if your mothers wouldn't cry about when I was banging them. And that's that's the memo from up top. Wow. So apparently uh, he feels the Star Trek uh, should be green lighted. Yeah, apparently that's that his, seems to be his edict come down. Yeah, I think well, I green lit it. You did. That's uh, I believe that it was I and Bonzo <laughs> and Fact Check. That's why we're the ones listed that uh, red lighted it. Got and it. So it did not get green lighted because of the three of us. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised that the man who spent how many years 
uh, as the Star Trek them. experience? All of the years. Yeah, what, 15, 12 years? Uh, he was open 10. He was there, I think. He was there for 18, 18, 10. Of, 18 yeah. of them. Yeah. He was there for 12 of the 10 years. <laughs> uh, what a surprise. He would like to see another. How shocking is that? <laughs> Hey, that's why he's the uh, CEO, you know? No, he's the KEO. The K- what, yeah. I'm sorry. Commander. Uh, but, you know, that's why he can always override any decision. That's true. That's, true. that's what he's. That's, that's why he, he does. owns a station or runs it. Anyway, that's what he had to say. I okay. would apologize, but he pays me to have an opinion. That's true. And, <laughs> and, uh, and he doesn't want yes men. And if all goes well, he should be here next week. So he can discuss it in person. He can say what's what. <laughs> And I don't have to affect the horrible accent. <laughs> it was like having him in a room, though. It was. Yeah, well, it was uncanny. I, I, I nailed it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? Uh, I downloaded on the gold the free. Uh, they, they had two free things this week. Charlie Murder, which Ooh, was all right. That sounds like a fun time. It's kind Street of, Fighter, did you? Yeah, it's kind of like a Castle Crashers, but you're a rock, punk rock star, sort of heavy metal guy. Okay. Going through, a, going through like a zombie world. And mm, I haven't quite totally zombies. Into it. Yeah. And then the Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. Oh, that was the free one. I got to jump on that. That was a freebie. Yeah, yeah me too. You should get it. Um, I had the same problem I have with that that I've always had in the arcade. The first two or three fights I can win, and then I just get my ass whooped. <laughs> well, you can set it to super easy. Yeah, I've no, you know, I just had it like moderate. Yeah, know, set it to normal. super easy. You'll be able to play because uh, it it does jump up like drastically. Well, all oh of yeah, sudden. it's it. It like goes from like doable, and then all of a sudden it's like you have to be a master. I've spent an hour on that final boss. <laughs> Having a good arcade stick does help too. I, I mean, it just yeah. I I cannot play Street Fighter with the regular controller oh, really? on these systems as well as I could with the you know the old arcade sticks. I mean I was never an expert at it anyway. I, I I think I'm probably a masher of a bit, so knowing the combos and all that and figuring them out like it doesn't come with any like here's the magic combo for this player and here's the magic I, I couldn't find There's it. There's a tutorial in there. Is, yeah, was there one? I missed it somehow. So <laughs> There's a tutorial in there. It's yeah. it's good. But it's straight up the game, the arcade game. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. If it's you're into a, that game, such a good game. I figured you I watched, download I it. I watched that thing. Well, I have it. I yeah. have. I'm I'm pre-ordering Ultra, which is coming out next month. What are they? Nice so four. How old is four? Uh, almost seven years. Is wow. it really that? Wow. Yeah. Are they up to like eleven or twelve now? Uh, 2008 was when that came out. That's crazy. I know. It doesn't seem that long ago. I know it was. Uh, it's a it's a long toothed. Uh, am I right? No, it's five years maybe. Uh, still, no, if it's it's a long it's a long toothed game. Uh, look it up exactly. I think it. I think it was 2008. And that's. Uh, but what's six years really ago, cool yeah. is uh, is that it is still going strong. Is it? It's got like I said, Ultra, Ultra Street Fighter Four is coming out next month, which will add yet four more characters to the roster. There's a ton of characters. On yes. Uh, what is it? Twenty five, thirty characters. Uh, at least. I think it's thirty. Yeah. Let me see here. Whoops. I mean, I saw a bunch I'd never seen before because I was never God. big into the game. Yeah, and there's so. a lot of new characters, but there's a lot of them from other iteration, other iterations of the game. Yeah, yeah. The only new character in the new, the new one that's coming out, quote unquote, new character, is a female character named DiCapre, who is one of Bison's dolls, but she's just kind of like a a Cammy clone. Okay. Because Cammy's one of Bison's dolls too. She just escaped. Um. So well, see, I. 
like I played a Ibuki, and uh, oh yeah, Ibuki's cool, and she's a, from she's from Street Fighter Three. And there was like a little story before you got into the fight, and I didn't remember that in the arcade game that much. But it was I like, still remember. Four, they do they do a yeah. She had everybody like a has like, a story. Oh, I had to go to camp. I don't want to go to camp. I just yeah. want to be a girl who gets to play and run. So she like calls her friend and says, Yeah, no, I'll meet you at camp later. T- it cover came for out me. in the arcades yeah, in two thousand eight. Wow. In the arcades. Yeah. And it was released in February of 2009 for, for home consoles. For, yeah. So five years on the home console, six. Yeah. I still remember my late teens, you know, getting off work. I can't. With my buddies. We would go to this little quick shop, this 24-hour quick shop, because there wasn't much that was open 24 hours in, yeah. in Wichita. And they had the uh, Street Fighter II Champion Edition. Oh. And we used to just pump quarters into that thing yeah. for, like, hours. And I'm talking, like, late at night, you know, like, till 2 or 3 in the morning. And then going home and, you know. Crying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I love. that <laughs> how badly we'd gotten beaten. Love but, Street yeah. Fighter. Love I, watching it. Well, I know it's totally your kind of game, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Well, Street Fighter's the game. Yeah. It is the fighting game and is the best competitive fighting game uh in my opinion it's the fairest it's the most exciting the competition is just really really cool and with ultra there's some new techniques and stuff that's coming out and everybody's been you know balanced yet again they keep balancing the game over and over so again. you feel really, like really whatever cool. player you have if you have skills you have a chance that's what's so great at this point in the game the game is so balanced out for the most part Character selection Sunday. is negligible. Any given Sunday. Any, yep. Anybody can beat anybody with the right skill set and the right... Um, if you know what that... The right plan of attack, depending well, on... Well, knowing what that player's strong suit is exactly. and what your opponent's weaknesses are. Exactly. Yeah. How they're going to approach it is a big part of it. Yeah. Cool. And speaking of Street Fighter, that's what we played on game night this last Sunday, me, Commander K. Really? Uh, but we played Street Fighter, the deck building game. I have that. Deck building <laughs> game is so good. Is this the old one? Um, I don't know. My understanding is fairly new. Uh, oh, this must cri- be Cryptozoic? different. Nope, I don't think so. This yeah, is a I new think one it's fairly then. new. It's based on old the, one. the uh, deck building engine. Actually, you, you can probably combine it with very little pain to their DC deck building game. Too. Is it made by the? Maybe it is the same. Is the it, DC deck building game? They also do the Lord of the Rings deck building game. <sighs> But I have an old. Yeah, I think this is a different card. I game. have an yeah. old. I, know, I think I know which one you're talking about. I have an about. old Lord of the Rings. It's the same one game. that is the same one that that worked the fighting game that worked with Penny Arcade's first fighting card game. This is not the same game. Different group. Definitely okay, different. good, good, good. Okay. Well, while he's looking that is up, is the Lord uh, of the Rings one like came out after the first movie? Uh, that's not the deck building game, but yeah. I know it's that's another that's uh, a myriad of Lord of the Rings games. That, that one came plays kind of like Magic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, this is, and you have the little stones for life, right? And all that sort of stuff. Very yeah. much magic, but no, this yeah. is on the Cryptozoic engine, which they do <clears throat> deck building better than anybody as far <clears throat> really? as those style of games go. And this one might be their best one yet. Better than Dominion. Um, you know what? I've only played that digitally, so I can't say. Yeah, I've only played it a handful of times, but that's a pretty solid deck yeah. builder. And that, that's that's kind of the great grandfather of deck builders. Well, that's yeah. I feel like that's one of the ultimate kicked off the whole yeah, genre, like, short of like magic. That wasn't magic, but it was like a whole other kind of deck building game. Yeah. So was it good? Yeah, it is super good. The 
ev- the uh, you're defeating stages, and each stage has a random boss to it that mm-hmm. causes, and you're causes various bad things to happen to you when you defeat the stage, and you can do attacks against the other players and various defenses. <clears throat> it's really well structured. Good. All right, so. The final full roster when Ultra hits with the addition of those four more. I thought you were trying to look up the date that the last one was released. We did, we did 2008, that 2008. 2009 yeah. for Home You missed that. I guess so. I'm like <laughs> bouncing around the room listening to everybody. It's Street Fighter and it's Jeff very, makes fuzz. It's been a very enthralling conversation. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this website? God damn it. Well, while he's doing that, yeah. uh, we went to uh, uh, Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. How was uh, that? It was at the South Point. Uh, parking was much better this year. <laughs> Actually, I'm kidding. It was terrible, but no. <laughs> was it terrible? <laughs> Which is funny because did you that's get there early? The original joke kicked off was last that's, year. That's why comic. I did. I brought yeah. it back around. Did you, I did learned you, a few things from Paul and his his little teachings. Back. Did you get there early? Uh, no, I did See, not. See, there's the problem. You need to get there early. Uh, I had no problem with parking. I worked till 2 a.m. the night before. That's pretty so early. Didn't you get have just home gone right there and gone to bed in your car. <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. Um, didn't get home till late that day, and yeah. then you know, and then turned around. Uh, but uh, met up with my friend Dave and Matt. Uh, we went uh, about I want to say about one thirty-two in the afternoon, um, and I was there uh, till five. But I had to go to work, but um, had a great time. It was really well attended this year. Good. In fact, good. they actually expanded the dealer room. It was bigger. Um, they even expanded uh, portions of the con out into the arena area, so that, that for like signings and uh, and other uh, booths out there, so that they could. Uh, so it might have legs. Yeah, I actually think it's going to do, to do very Keep well going. over That's the next good. couple of years. Uh, it's got, it gives me a lot of hope. They had a lot more uh, headlining artists this year, um, so they're really really trying to bring in. Um, people that you're going to recognize from the comic book world. Nice. And they are trying to keep it kind of more comic-centric right now and as opposed to kind of broadening it, in, broadening it into the, the whole mass media Good. Uh, area. No but, need to uh, it. Comics are enough. But, uh, but yeah, uh, really, really well attended on Saturday. Uh, uh, so and, and actually what was really uh, making me hopeful for this is that there were a lot of younger uh, crowd in there. Cool. Not only there, but participating, enjoying it, cosplaying. Cosplay was huge. Cosplay was, was <clears throat> amazing this year. And Everybody, I mean, well, I think partly that TV show is probably not hurting. It. Well, two of the people from uh, the Heroes the of Cosplay were there. The Crab Cat Industries girls were there. But but I'm talking like I'm talking like seven eight year old kids were yeah. cosplaying. And That's in some cases, you can totally dig it. they had done their own costumes and yes, varying degrees of success, but I give them all the credit in the world yeah. for the attempt yeah. and the fact that they were doing it and they were enjoying themselves. Awesome. Awesome. They weren't just because a lot of times in the past I've come to these things and, you know, the kids don't really want to be there. They're being dragged there by mom and dad and yeah. they're just, you know, they're being. That's Comic-Con. That's yes. the big old. That's n- nobody wants. No child wants <laughs> well, to be around that time, many damn people. Even the last yeah. time I was at Comic Con, I was encouraged by the fact that there were younger kids there like this that, that didn't. Ha- they didn't act like they were being dragged around. In fact, that's in cool. many cases, it looked like they were dragging their parents around yeah. to the various booths. <clears throat> so uh, that's the the vibe I was getting at yeah. uh, at the South Point this year is that yeah. these kids were there and they weren't just 
dressed up because their parents wanted them dressed up. They dressed up because they wanted to be dressed up. Sure. And nice. they were having fun, and the parents were having fun, and it was just a good all-around vibe. Good, good. And uh, I didn't get to go on Sunday, unfortunately, but uh, you said you did go on Sunday, Yeah, Torgo? the day I yes. went was Sunday, and it was, it was kids' day, so there was a lot of kids there. Uh, but a lot of tweens in the cosplay realm right now. Oh, good. So that's... 12 to 14. Yeah, so it's something that, obviously, that mom and dad didn't stick this on them. They're doing it themselves. It's, it's great. great to see. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. I, so, yeah, as, very encouraging. As much as I did not get into that as a kid, a lot of my friends did, and it definitely seems to be uh, a catalyst for self-expression and creativity in uh, later in life, uh, being a fan of comic books. I definitely believe it. It, also it just didn't, seems to be that way. Also didn't hear a lot of negative. A lot of times you'll get a lot of negative con- uh, comments. Like you'll be walking down and you're like, oh, God, did you see so-and-so's costume over yeah. there? Uh, didn't really hear a lot of that this Good. year. Because it, it looked like everybody was just appreciative of the fact that they made the attempt. Awesome. And, you know, yeah, sometimes it looked very cardboardy and very. But the well, fact also, that they tried how much can you is, make fun is of the important thing. Like well, how much can you be like, Pfft. Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Come on, kid. You're not big enough to be Hulk. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Well, that one kid was. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. That's great to hear, though. So, oh, yeah. Yay, Amazing Comic Con. With Ultra Street Fighter 4, it's actually five <laughs> additional new characters. Five? Five. Yes. Cinco mas. Dios mio. Bringing the total roster to 44 playable characters. 44 all, all unlocked from the get-go all unlocked from the get-go thank goodness yeah, yeah they're not they don't they don't pull that locked up bullshit anymore except with costumes oh like accessories but what's great about that's re- the reason i'm <clears throat> buying a physical copy of ultra is because once you buy a physical copy of ultra all the previous costume downloads are available on oh. that disc for free oh nice technically i've downloaded some of them already but yeah, and then if you pre-order, you get the first set for the new guys for free as well. And there's of course going to be a few more, but still, yeah, Capcom's not great about the DLC stuff, but they got to make their nut somehow. Yeah, exactly. And it is the game, man. It is the game. I think it's going to retail at forty right out the gate too. That's not wow, bad. That's yeah. great, actually. As that's how they did uh, Arcade Edition. This made it forty because it's the same game with just some you with know five additions. You know, yeah. Yeah. so. But new, some new uh, backgrounds and a few new things. It's great. I mean, I watch it all the time. For those of you who are interested, look up uh, Super Arcade out in California. Look up their Twitch. Really, really great. Wednesday Night Fights. <laughs> the best the best Street Fighter players. Some of the best in the world. Uh, holding it down. Cali style. All these guys are getting hyped up for Evo, which is coming next month, I think. Um, July or August is Evo this year. Uh, which is always held in Las Vegas or has been for the last several years. Uh, it's going to be at the LVH this year, so that'll be a cluster-rama. But <laughs> it'll still be cool. It's going to be LVH this year? Yep. LVH well, that, that's getting bought trying. out, though, by somebody, right? Uh, yes. Sure. It is. Again. So. Again, yeah, it is. Maybe this person will actually try to do something with it. Who the fuck knows? The All I know is I just heard today a little bit of Star Trek info. Uh-huh. Space Quest is being boarded up. Really? Space Quest is wow. being boarded up. Space Quest well, Casino and Bar. They are drywalling that bad boy. Yeah, they There's still going to be access to those bathrooms, <laughs> but just through a small little corridor. They well, should have yeah, done they it years ago. They can't block off the, the monorail entrance. Exactly. That's one of the only things getting people ago. there. 
Should have done it when you got Star well, Trek out of there. The, well, when it, I was there, it just turned there and, super sad. It no, went it's through just a, a dark, depressing, they, weird space. Oh, it makes well, God. back in January so when I was there. the nightclub yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. When I was, yeah, I was going to say, when I was there in January going through to the monorail. Yeah, they tried to uh, make it a nightclub. They had like nights. curtains up and they were trying to make it all nightclubby. And yeah. they had they uh, furniture in there and they had like a really? lighting grid. Yeah, no, a mess. And it looked horrible. It's weird. LVH don't we like you anymore. Uh, they're a mess. <laughs> we like them to start. They just need, a, they just need a, an owner who cares yeah. is what they need. Um, yeah, that's... Or that's, that's not bankrupt. <laughs> hey, uh, Paul, if I may be so bold... You may be so bold. What are you doing tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, <laughs> I am having a bucket show with What's my that? partner in crime, Matt Donnelly. We're going to do a two-man improv show over at the Scullery, downtown Las Vegas, the bottom when? of the Ogden building. Wednesday uh, night. Wednesday night, 10 p.m. It's a uh, pay-what-you-want improv. At the end of this show, you put a bucket down, you throw in some cash if you enjoyed it, or you just get the fuck out if you didn't. Um and uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got somebody reviewing from Vegas Seven. Hopefully, they'll show up because we got. Uh, looks like we're getting some decent numbers for people coming out to check out the show. If you're in Vegas, you find yourself downtown, you want to do something for an hour, chill out, watch some comedy, come see us. We're going to be rocking it for an hour, 10 so, p.m. to 11. So if you're downloading this the day this podcast comes out, that's tonight. That's right. Yeah, the 25th tonight, tonight. June 25th at 10 o'clock. You mm-hmm. said. And then, just, yep. And then on the thirtieth, which is the following Monday, at ten thirty, I'll be part of a show called Zoe's Little Playthings mm-hmm. in that same space. Dirty. I know it's dirty. I'll be doing uh, that show too. Yeah, Paul will be a part of what they call cello prov mm-hmm. at the end of the night. It's uh, improv with a cellist accompanying Zoe as the cellist. Oh. And it's her little show that she's put together with Matt Donnelly as well. Um, you gonna be doing your piece with Benedict again? Uh, her and I are gonna play some stuff together. And awesome. Then, I don't know. Maybe Benedict, Benedict was like, maybe we should do something again. Maybe the balloon bid or something else. So that's a fun little thing. And the scullery is a cool little space. If you haven't been down there, it's definitely worth checking out on the corner of 6th and Ogden on the southeast corner of 6th and Ogden at the hmm. bottom of the Ogden building. Um, we're also having a show at the Aruba Hotel Thursday. Presented by the Gray Envelope Theater. A bunch of improvisers and comedians in town are putting on a show Thursday. Where's the Aruba? I'm not the Aruba is downtown. Uh, it's, it's not quite downtown. It's on the Strip. Um, I, shit, I don't know the address. Let me look it up. <clears throat> but nice. uh, that's going to have a lot of performers we're going to be doing some sketches we're going to be doing there's going to be some stand-up there's going yeah, to be we'll take a wide variety of kinds of all kind that. of stuff there yep so, so for those so. of you who are like there's nothing for locals to do in town wednesday get off your butt thursday and monday and monday yeah yep. yeah should be good stuff too it's a lot of, i've been doing a lot of shows and i just got done doing the apple sisters on friday which i hear was good it went well it was a good time yeah. i got to be hobo jones yeah, to act the fool. Sadly, <laughs> probably the last time they've been, in, they'll be in town for quite a while. Yep. So we got uh, more babies coming. I and was bummed I couldn't uh, couldn't make it. So. Shit like that. But what are you gonna do? If you're ever in L.A. and you get a chance to see the Apple Sisters, definitely check them out because uh, they're amazing. They are three very funny ladies. But yeah, Wednesday ten o'clock. So Monday, Thursday and Thursday. Thursday, the Gray Envelope Theater, the show, stand-up, improv, sketch. It's all happening Thursday, June 26th at the Aruba, 1215 South Las Vegas Boulevard. 
9 p.m. show, 15 bucks cash. But if you dress up nice, it's only 10 bones. See? So you wear look, your people. best duds. Yeah. $10. Get fancy. That's it. You can't beat it. We got a lot of really great stuff uh, happening in that show. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, every Monday night, I'm teaching improv and doing a show at, down at uh, the, uh, Baobab? the Baobab Theater inside Town Square. So between Friday through next Monday, <laughs> it's like six shows for me. Yeah. It's a lot of improv. Choose your it's comedy. It's good. It's yeah, good. I'm choose glad. wisely. I'm, I'm happy that we're getting a community that can support that and make that happen more and more. Great. And, uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to say was I went and did the Apple Sisters. And, uh, and, and uh, keep listening to Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social as well. <laughs> Indeed. We're doing lots of cross-promotion between this and that podcast. We started talking about Turtles. Somebody uh-huh. sent in a letter about the new Turtles movie uh-huh. oh asking boy. what I thought. And I was like, tune into Geek Shock <laughs> as, as things develop. We'll see. I'm holding. You, I'm withholding my judgment. I tell you, the, the, you know what? The, the trailer doesn't look that bad. Hey, trailer on Transformers doesn't look that bad. No, the trailer on the new Transformers looks horrible. Yeah, but the new one looks yeah. terrible. But well, the, the first one was okay. While first we're on okay. this, the subject of the Turtles, did you see the Screen Junkies uh, little video they did on YouTube? about the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like cartoon up through the movie. No. Is it good? It's ridiculous the amount of shit that the the, the turtles have been in and it's like for all those people Oh wait, I did watch that. Movie, I did watch now, that. He's like there's been worse things. Right, yeah. They showed like the Oprah appearance oh, man. and the, the concert tour. The coming out that of their I shells. About. I forgot about the concert yeah, the tour. Concert tour the, I they got a little totally too big about. for their shells, as it were. <laughs> the coming out of their uh, shells tour is un defendable it's, oh, yeah they, oh they, it's terrible they they tried to make as much money off of that as they, oh, they could did and when then it, they had a in TV the 80s show. they were huge they were huge in yeah. the 80s they had a tv show after that it was a live action tv show that's and on they netflix had a, they had a female the next turtle mu- the next mutation yeah with, i never uh, i never knew about venus that one. de milo you never seen that i never no. saw that i yeah, wasn't venus even aware of it milo of course mm-hmm Wow. Hilarious. But yeah, I mean, it's. Or Vera like, de Milo is her name? I don't know. I've never heard this. Yeah, then, see, dude, Netflix, TMNT, The Next Mutation. It's on it. I'll look it's, it up. Well, yeah. it's, it's terrible. You don't want to watch it. I'll, I'll I mean, watch a, a part of an episode. For it's Paul a, to say it's terrible. Right. Yeah. It's a real pile of dick shit. Uh, it's bad news. <laughs> well, um, and then they, out of the tour, they had like uh, straight to video little uh, mini movies. Uh, one of them was a Christmas special, so it's all it's like a nice. It's th- them singing in between like little kids. Like, what did you get? What do you eat? What are we gonna get for Master Splinter for Christmas? And just I'm sitting here going, <laughs> holy cow! That's awesome. It's but yeah, they they what talk. Do you it, get a Wookie. They for got Christmas. Commer- well, yeah, they already very, has a They got well, totally they, commercialized. Yeah, well, they talked the about 80s. everything from the 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 original TV show and how there's major changes in, like in the animation and voice. Uh, from the very first season to the second season, happens like, all the time. Like animation well, errors that show creeping just in. Went, yeah, it, that like show it tanked it, hard. It, yeah, the first the first season is the best by far. That animation just gets really crazy. But I got I lucked out and got that big deluxe DVD oh, that, that's set. That's right. The the van when that van was on sale for like fifty bucks. That thing goes for yeah, close didn't to hundred. Like now. a like, it yeah, I got like a Zia. Yeah. I had it. I was like I was kind of interested in it, knowing how where that series goes. And how it, it degrades so far, and I already had the first volume, which is what you which wanted. Which is all I really wanted. 
But then it was like it was only fifty bucks, and it's a really cool little piece, and it is going for stupid money now. So. Yeah, so there it is. Yeah, yeah. and it was it, if you priced it out, it's like it's a fuck ton of cartoons. Yeah, sure. It's like fifteen discs or something like that. It's outrageous. Yeah, it's, it's By ridiculous. the way, I cannot get out of my head how horrible the new Transformers movie looks. <laughs> it does look that, terrible. Like Transformer yeah. dinosaurs, they're just making giant dinosaur robots. Well, I mean, you've seen, you know about the Dinobots. Uh, that's no. not nothing. That's nothing. Well, new. I mean, I know Dinobots exist <laughs> as a toy. Yeah, well, but they were they were a big part of the cartoon. Were they yeah. a part of the cartoon? I yeah. didn't they watch pop the cartoon in, that They long. pop. Well, see, they pop in Third right. Season, right? Not even, dude. Really? Like, was it the end of the first? Like week two, brother. You, th- you. I'm, I'm going to have to go back and watch look at them that, again. I, like eight episodes in, boom, Dinobots. Because I remember if like, that long. It's fast. It's fucking fast. Well, I get if you're trying to sell little boys, robots and dinosaurs, you can't do much worse. And like Grimlock is one of the greatest characters ever. Yeah, no, they they, they try to they make them ever. from scratch, and then the brain modules weren't 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 good enough, Hercules, and, and they had to Grimlock. go back and like, they're just you know, dumb. Violate? They're, they're just kind of dumb. Well, yeah, they violated Optimus's uh, orders. Well, that's and, it. And they go Grimlock. And, Grimlock is like, "Fuck you! I'm the best," and he's right. He's stronger than Optimus Prime. He's a badass, and he leads all these other monster dinosaurs. Well, in the in the trailer, they got Optimus riding him like a horse. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah Optimus big cock on ugh. on the, on the planet yeah. always. But well, maybe we'll see. The transformation looks cool. Uh, I have I bought one of the new Grimlocks. That's the first time I've ever heard you say that about the new series. Yep. Well, the trans- well, the toys. The, the toy. Well, certain toys. There are like yeah. eight different versions of everything. Movie. No, but well, in the yeah. movie, it looks okay. It's still uh, confusing. It's as still fuck. confusing as fuck. But this, I have no well, what interest. they've done with this, the, some of these toys, is they've tried. Like, we talked about this before. Hasbro's been simplifying everything. Okay. So th- the, this Grimlock that I have like transforms in like two steps. You just flip him around. Bloop! There it is. His legs don't even move. Which is kind of what they used to do. They a little bit. It was like four steps. Right. But you know, some of them suck. Like some of the Optimus Primes, he's got his arms sticking out the back of the cab. It just looks when he's a truck. It's just a truck with big arms <laughs> oh, no. sticking out the back. Just looks stupid. Oh, and then man. half of them are like fucking Psykill from uh, oh. from GoBots, oh, yeah. where it's like it's a car. Then stick it up on its side. <laughs> Underneath, there's a robot sitting there. Yep. It's like no transformation whatsoever. Yep. That kind of shit. Hilarious. So there's some of that really, really simplistic shit. And then they're selling really big models of the Transformers that don't Two even transform tall. at all. Two feet tall. They're like a, not even not a eh, like a foot and a half. Some of these yeah. guys uh, don't even transform at all. They're just kind of whack. Right now, if you're interested, you can clean up. Toys R Us is doing buy one get one half off. On all their Transformer stuff, and I was very tempted. They have some cool classic stuff as well. Oh, okay. I almost picked up. Uh, they have um, uh, from uh, Beast Wars. They have a really great new version of Rhinox, who looks exceptional in both both Beast and Robot mode. Which I had never been a fan of that show until it was on Netflix, and I started watching it as one of my bedtime stories. It's a fun <laughs> show, man. There's a lot of good stuff going on in that show. It's not. It's not original Transformers like where my heart lies, but that's a good show. And it was it was early CG, so it's really I remember they having a fervent fan base. It's it really does, and it and it deserves it. It deserves it. It's a oh. good show. Our friend Rudy loved it. He used it's to watch a, it. All he the dragged time. me to a Transformers convention to watch a panel on that. Right. Yeah. I, it's a good show. <laughs> it's a good show. Um, and Prime, that new that new one Prime. Transformers animated 
didn't really catch me as far as the the cartoon itself. I love the vehicle designs and the toys, but Transformers Prime. I don't care for the toys, but that show is excellent too. Hmm. So they kind of they kind of Star Trek it up and down, up and down. Good, bad, no. good, bad. All I got to hmm. say about the movie coming up is <laughs> reference the Team America song where it says, why does Michael Bay get to keep making films? That's all I got to say. Because mm-hmm. they make money. Yeah, they make money. Ugh, they're so awful. Well, There's no substance. It's like chewing on candy for two hours. No, and just going, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> three hours. It's this like, new Transformers movie is almost three all, hours they all long. They keep getting longer and longer. Yeah, it's it's actually, you know, I'm going to change it. No it's music. like chewing on gum for three hours. Yeah. You know how it's really good for like that first ten minutes? I told you the reason I'm not looking forward to Turtles. For me, the biggest part is because Will What's Arnett. Big, you don't like Will Arnett? I don't care for Will Arnett. Wasn't, yeah. he the, wasn't he the voice of uh, the, the voice main of character Batman in, in Lego? Lego, Lego no, Batman. Yeah. Batman in the Lego. Okay. And he's good it's in that. okay. Well, yeah, he's all right. It's Dietrich right. Bader is an amazing Batman. Just yeah. make Dietrich Bader Batman again. Yeah, he was pretty. He was great in Brave and the Bold. Yeah. It's not hard to be a great Batman voice. Yeah. If you're a decently. Yeah, if you have some chops. If you have some chops. Yeah. Because all you have to do is kind of put it down here. And then you're good to go. Well, especially if you're doing a comical like exactly parody of all you have to do is hey, I'm Batman. Yeah, check out the check out the suit. You're you're nailing Will Arnett right now. You like the suit <laughs> exactly. Well, as I'm saying, it's not fucking hard. You know why? Because I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman. I work alone. That's it's uh, got to be black. It's got to be all in black. I only work in black. No, no, no. I need more black pieces. I need more black pieces. Come 30 on. Thirty Rock when she makes fun of him and. Black pieces. And uh, Alec Baldwin both talking that way. It yeah. cracks me up. It's like, exactly. So you can both just stand around practicing your low-talking husky voices. Of course we do. Gravelly voices. It's what we do. <laughs> so we're men. Yeah, whatever. I mean, he's probably a nice guy. No, he's not. <laughs> okay, we 40 minutes. We might as well start this. Yeah. Dude, you don't give a shit about... Oh, there's, a, there's a show with news in it? <laughs> just a rumor. We covered some news. We did. Paul's about to there. give a shit, but not yeah, about this. He's given a pee. Uh, Warner Brothers is in the early stages of launching a new Scooby-Doo. Studio is starting from scratch, setting Randall Green to craft a new adventure. I looked up Randall Green on IMDb. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's all right. So go, Randall. This is your time to shine. There are no other attachments to the film beyond the original producer, uh, Charles Robin. This is, you know what? Please. Let's start hiring more new people. There it is. Like, why does it always have to be a big star? Let's get it. Well, you know what? You it, know how stars get made? Uh, they hello. do movies. That's true. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tired of Kurtzman Orsi. I, I really kind of am. Yeah. And do you need another Bradley Cooper movie or another, you know what I mean? Like, Do, do you, you think it's just them? Do or you really want to see Ashton Kutcher play Scooby-Doo? That they're so willing to keep working that they'll do whatever the studio's demand out of their films frankly i think that's how you keep working yeah that's what i'm that's what (laughs) i'm saying is it oh no you gotta say yes to whatever work comes your way yeah i'm just that's that's it's something that's been really bugging me lately because i know those guys have talent or at least they have in the past so it doesn't seem like their level of talent is being reflected by the amount of work that they're putting out right lately it just it just seems like it's going downhill it's it's almost like they've become a part of the system now, and they're mm-hmm. just out to you know get that next paycheck. But I think but, that system's hard to not get caught into. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm Especially sure. Especially when the I'm money sure. starts piling in. Yeah. I you know what? I would gladly sell out in a heartbeat. 
Because they've got their own production company Quote, unquote, now. And, I would sell out, sure. Mm-hmm. I and mean, they're producing TV shows and movies now. It is, hard so. to do, it is hard to have the balls to do what Robert Rodriguez has done. Well, yeah. I mean, the guy like completely stepped away from the system. But he got caught in the system, and then he was like, well, I made some money off of it, and now I'm getting out of it. So even he sort of got caught up into it. Sure. Because that was the way to get the money and get the yeah. notoriety, and then he could do it on his own. It's just... Yeah, it's not it's easy. Tough. Mm-mm. It's near impossible. No, I mean, I mean, not like uh, you know, uh, what's his name that does Medea, his films. Uh, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, Perry, Perry. But Perry is his own thing. Yeah, he and, took his money. He, he went to it. Georgia, built his own fucking studio, yep. complete with backlot and everything. And look how many and that's movies where he he's does pumped all of out. His films. He has pumped out a lot of movies. He what? probably does almost a movie a year. I bet on average, it's a movie a year. We're we're the the thing is we're not his target audience, but he could not convince the studios that there was an audience for, for the films wanted that he to wanted to do. And he was and he showed them. He yeah, said, "Well, okay, wrong. fine, I'll well, do it myself." And it's not a and necess- I got to give him props for that. It's not necessarily a. 80 billion you know it's not a no. multi-billion dollar audience no. but it is a multi-million dollar one. yeah if not hundreds of millions yeah. on some of those projects and and he's probably spending a fraction of the money to make them everybody's happy making them well he hires locally there in in he in, hires a lot of people just in outside of atlanta yeah. um and and friends that he's worked with and yeah. people that just like working with him because he's got a nice vibe it's yeah. a little like woody allen in that yeah. woody allen it's gotten to a point now where he can get just about anybody to be in his movie. Right. Any white person in that does acting will right. gladly be in a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> I would say just about. He's not quite there, but Tyler Perry is almost that point. Any black person <laughs> that does acting in America would probably gladly be in a Tyler Perry movie. You know, it's yeah. just like I'll get paid. It's easy gig. Things get done. People watch it. It's not. It's not a bad deal. You know. Yeah. It's just a different cow, different yeah. kind of movie. It's not necessarily. No, like I said, I gotta, I gotta give him all the props in the world. I mean, but he, it's not easy to do. Oh no, it's not. It's not easy to not get caught up in that Hollywood thing. Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Phil Spencer, head of Xbox at Microsoft, says that separating the Kinect from Xbox One at retail will not drive game developers away from utilizing the device. <laughs> Speaking to G two. Spe- oh. oh. <laughs> The the only thing CEOs get paid for in this day and age is to tell bald-faced lies. (laughs) The only reason you get to be in charge of any company anymore is to be a person who tells terrible, straight-up lies with a straight fucking face. CEO politics, baby. It's the same game. Fuck you, liar. You are a liar telling a lie. What? That is a lie. It's a bald-faced lie. But he follows it up with some truth. Here we go. Spencer said that Microsoft expects that the standalone Connect will sell well, and the success of the device and the software that uses it is heavily reliant on having the strong Xbox One install base. <sighs> that's no truth. No, there's no truth. It's just, all, <laughs> I mean, there's truth in that, yes, they got to get some more of these systems in the, in the house. Mm-hmm. They've lost it already. They lost the war, in my opinion. I think they lost this cycle. They've, the cells are still going fairly strong. They're going. So. They are going strong. So, not as strong as the other one. But they've also outsold their. Both systems have outsold yeah. their previous generations by three times. Yeah. That's in this, weird. in the same period of time. It's weird. I don't know, man. 
there's a couple games on the horizon. Yeah, it's too early to call. But it's a ways and, out. And I'm going to is, at a certain point I'm at to pull the trigger on one of them things to play my Mortal Kombat. But the thing that I find most amusing Batman. about this or, or the most intriguing is that these new generation consoles have outsold their predecessors with a lack of games. Like it, well, it's ha, maybe it's, is it maybe a lack of games versus the originals cuz I think the originals came out with just as many games in this Time period when they first came out, but I'm yeah. say, but I'm seeing that they're selling a lot more consoles. Given let's let's say they had the same number of games well, launch games, you know, because because of the generation. there's just this more players now. Well, this is something that I forget a lot. We are massive, massive consumers on that end. True, uh-huh. like we are outliers. No, you are you are geeks. We you do, are full born. Most people do not have shelves dedicated to games. In their home, most people do not have the amount of games that we do. We are omnivores. We'll play any genre, anything, as long as the experience is good. Right. We'll just buy an experimental game to try it out. We heard word of mouth because we like the developer, what have you. Right. Most people, the attach rate for their consoles is like four games tops over the life of the console. Some Mm. people, that's it. They do a lot of renting. They do a lot of renting. And hell, GameFly's saved well, me space. They red, get, they red, red box. box it. They red, red box. box it. They it's, red box. Yeah. It's or they or they just, just they just keep buying kids. Madden and Call of Call Duty. Of Duty. Yeah. And that's yeah. this yeah. sick. How many of those consoles just play Madden and Call or, of Duty? Or uh, you know, I you know why I have a Wii? Mario Kart. Right. I love Mario Kart. Got to play my Mario. Mm-hmm. That's why you have a Wii. That's why I have a Wii. Mm-hmm. Can't play it anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, it came close to pushing me over for Wii U. Yep, I'm still looking for that right price. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna come eventually. It's gonna come eventually. I almost went over it uh, because um, I'm 160 points away from being platinum this year with my Club Nintendo. Oh, okay. And, you and can, like, get it that system cheap. would put me over the edge, and you get whatever their platinum reward is. I'm already in the gold, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, with my folks when you know I was in high school, and we played video games, it was pretty much Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much Tomb Raider and the early Call of Duty. Yes, like when you were just killing Nazis, mm-hmm. uh, and that was about it. That was about all we had. I think we had uh, like a classic video game in there, you know, Atari games, and maybe one or two other things. And see, even for the original PlayStation, I had. Close to a hundred games. Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got nearly two hundred games for my Dreamcast. For fuck's sake, whatever that is. Right. The <laughs> I'll tell you what that is. The greatest game console that ever was. Said that is every the, video game snob ever. It is the greatest, <laughs> dude. You got a console from twelve years ago that can still hold up graphically to what's going on today. Still hold up graphically to what's going on today. That's some strong damn words. You know what? It does for a lot says, of it. Says the guy who doesn't own the most recent. Okay, I don't own the <laughs> newest, newest, but still, the newest, newest is not okay. But it can stand up. It doesn't look like muddy garbage. It looks pretty cool still. It's very still very Dreamcast very playable. Has amazing game. Very playable games. Yeah. Soul Calibur two. It's a little Tomagotchi add-on. Or Soul Calibur oh, yeah. one oh, rather. Oh no, the, no, I know you. You play a little Dream. Dreamcaster, and then when you're done with that, you get out your laser disc and you put that in because the quality is <laughs> so just good. better. 
The quality's just better. I'm I lazy. wish. <laughs> and, and then you turn on your 8-track. You turn on your 8-track because, come on, that analog, or better yet, your 4-track player, you know. And, uh, well, I, do still have, I do still have my big CRT monitor you get your television, real, you get your my 36-inch CRT. Real to real is really the best quality. <laughs> I still like my games on a big CRT, the old school systems. Still gives them that flair. S-video. Yeah. <laughs> Weekend Geek. 525 lines of resolution. <laughs> Sharp as attack, baby. Sharp as attack. You get up real close and see the little red. Hi-Fi Dolby. So <laughs> yep. Ryan Johnson, the guy that did Looper and Brick, has signed on to write and direct Star Wars Episode Eight, as well as pen the script for the third installment, Episode Nine. So Ryan Johnson's going to have... Uh yeah, what's Brick again? Brick is Brick is that film noir high school movie. Yeah, I feel like I've seen it. Uh, it's still not ringing a bell. I know I've, I've, I know I've almost rented it like a thousand. <laughs> I know I've almost rented it like a hundred times on Netflix, and I think right. I finally did once. Okay. It's still on Netflix. Yeah. What? It's on Netflix. Apparently, it's. On Netflix, I know or? it's still on Netflix, but yeah. And then Looper was was all right. I, I liked, liked Looper. It. Yeah, it was all right. I had fun with it. Yeah, I mean it's a. Typical time travel movie. You just you got to turn your brain off to a certain extent because sure. you're just going to get trapped in all the traps that are always there. I prefer the porn adaptation. Uh, where Pooper. The, he goes back. He goes back <laughs> in time to get himself in the ass. <laughs> Pooper. Yeah, it's good. Oh, Lord. Um, Starring Belladonna. Oh, if only. <laughs> if only. <laughs> he directed. <laughs> help! My he ass is haunted. Looper as well. Yes. He wrote and directed Looper. I don't know if he wrote it, but he definitely directed it. All right. Well, he's got a style. My he's, name is Looper. Yeah. And, and I think he'd be all right. I have been here before. Oh, boy. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I think you heard me pooping before. Um, yeah, that doesn't bother me. Harrison Ford's publicist has confirmed to BBC News that the actor actually broke his leg, not his ankle, while wow. reportedly shooting the scene at the door of the Millennium Falcon. According to initial reports, the door of the spaceship fell on Ford and injured him. The break also required surgery. He is oh, doing shit. well in the wake of the procedure is and is expected to recover soon. But yeah, that's that's a little bigger than well, we've reported. Yeah, no I've kidding. read that's I've read uh I think it was on Ain't It Cool, um, that it is a very real possibility that they will need ma- they've had a meeting about this, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's gonna require major script rewrites or a delay. Now it's possible that they'll be smart and hold mm-hmm. off and give this thing the six month the six months it needs. That would be a good idea. Let's hope they do that. Here's the thing: like we were all told that yes, Harrison and 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 he'll be uh, back in a few weeks. Well, no, but we were all told that the original cast were going to be like ancillary characters. Yeah, but he's the star of this one. But Han Solo is the star of this film. So, but so that was all a lie. And uh, I got two words for you: <laughs> not con. <laughs> J.J. <laughs> Abrams is a, a lying penis hole. Oh, no, He's going to tell you anything he wants for so you to go, okay. Well, no, I just find it interesting. I mean, I don't, so it's, it's sounding like it, it's a movie about Han Solo then is what you're saying. Yes, and he's going to die in this one because they can't afford to pay Harrison Ford. Also, <laughs> he'll, he'll never do 80. it again. Yeah. Well, not only that, he'll never do it again. And he's publicly said he wanted that to happen. Right. He wanted to die in, yeah. in, in, in Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Which would he have been want, awesome. He any choice, chance he gets to die. 
That yeah. would have been awesome to have him die. It would have been any chance he gets to die. It's just a shame that uh, if he like Indiana Jones didn't die in the Last Crusade. If he and Leia had professed <laughs> their love and then he got killed somehow, that would have been awesome. It's all awesome. Death is where it's at. Um, but uh, you yeah. have the parallel deaths both on a pyre, him and Darth Vader. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, at this point, he's you know, but it's fucked up. I hope that they hold it, but my geek sense but feels like... But that's a like long time to wait. That can be six months. It is. It's going to be six months, but to it, would just, something it would that be summer It would be summer to, uh, 2016 instead of Christmas you 2015. You think it's going to take six months for his leg to heal enough you to should, be on the set? Uh, for a 75-year-old man? Yeah, dude. It's I'm six, just asking because... That's, I mean, the, that's the estimate. I was out three a, months with my broken foot, and that was it. Right. Three months for a broken foot. Yeah. Depends, but you're not an 80-year-old man. And it's foot as opposed to a leg. And it depends what bone in the leg. And how bad it's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of factors, but if they give it the time, even if it's a a, a five month or, or four Three month delay, whatever, a, a fair amount of time. And again, I wasn't delay. out. I wasn't out out because they had me in this stupid walking boot thing. <laughs> well, so maybe you I was should get back on to, set, Mister. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, well, you remember? Uh, it, uh, no, there's ways to shoot around it if you have to. There are. Well, but I was just going to really say Jackie Chan yeah. in uh, in uh, uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, with the broken did, foot. Did most of the movie with yeah, a broken he's foot. Fucking Jackie Chan. Yeah. I understand that, but I'm saying they <laughs> can dress younger. up. A lot they can dress Jack. up the casts and That's stuff. A Twenty-seven-year-old like. Jackie Chan well, one was of the f- a super being. No, he was like <laughs> was forty. On, it was on. Uh, <laughs> ain't it cool? I think because I was reading the comments. One of the first comments which made me laugh was like, "They'll just CGI his head onto some other <laughs> some actor's body." And it's a, and it's a, the irony of it all. CGI puts him back in the flick. Practical effects took him out. <laughs> well, also or. Wow. Or they While the just second half him. of the movie, Han Solo just that's sits brilliant. a lot. That's what just, I was going to say. Yeah. He's sitting They were down, talking about that. But yeah. Come you know, on. He's behind no. the control well, console. Yeah. Don't fucking do that shit. You know? I, hope, I hope for their sakes. Well, either way, it can work. Because this is part of what... This is why I'm hopeful for this film. Is because this is the same kind of shit that went down oh, during yeah. Empire. You know? They had to Mark Hamill had that terrible motorcycle accident and almost right. died. And that forced them to do tons of rewrites. And that's what the whole Hoth thing, that's how Hoth came about, really. And that's arguably the coolest goddamn thing in all of Star Wars. That's a good point. The Wampa attack and the Hoth scenarios. Creatively getting packaged to the hardships. Right. Well, this it. is it. It's and the I thing, thought it, they smelled bad on the outside. It's the thing in, 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 all, in a lot of artistic endeavors. It's the obstacles. It's the crunch time. It's the, it's the I have limited availability resources and must get really creative. Yeah. That's when the gems come out. Jaws. Weaving the new interesting stuff. Jaws, Working dude. around all the problems weaving with Jaws. The new, oh, yeah. Weaving into something new into the pattern yet. Yeah. So it makes me very hopeful if no, the right creative... Cre- endless possibilities, you get episode one. Right. Right. That's, right. When that's you ha- the sentence right there. That's exactly <laughs> it. If you are not constrained in the least, yeah. and you had no constraints... Nothing whatsoever. Or no constraints a, on story. Or in a no live constraints theater. on time. Or in a live theater. Or money. Way, you get yeah. Spider-Man. Because that yep. was what happened. Both. Nobody was there to tell her no. Yes. That's when she it. did Lion King, Disney was stronger than her. And they said no to things. Because mm-hmm. I've heard the stories of the crazy, batshit, crazy things she wanted to do with the Lion King. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's like, no. They were like, no. Are you kidding? Well, she didn't want Timon or Pumbaa in the, in the show. What? She was like, I don't. Uh, they're just funny for funny sake. What's the purpose of having them in the show? What's the, the purpose probably of the humor? two most known characters from the fucking movie? Let's I mean, not have them in that it. fart breaks up children Forget across the world. Forget yeah. about it. That's it. 
fart jokes are universal. I, there's nothing stronger. There's no force <laughs> stronger in the universe. There, it is. They are the poo poo pee pee is the <laughs> ultimate joke. Like oh, yeah. it or not, you that's need, it. You need someone with an unlimited imagination, and then you need someone paired with them who goes, "Hello, we have reality. Yep, we have restraints, and that's when." amazing things can happen mm -hmm. i agree i there need you need boundaries even the greatest artists need boundaries as you say as an improviser you need to provide yourself with boundaries and a world you're living in and then you can play within that world that's it but if you have endless p potential and options it's just like street fighter versus the old killer instinct the old killer instinct you could scroll forever if you wanted to you could walk backwards for the entire fight making your opponent continually chase you but in Street Fighter, Boring. once you go back to a certain point, about three screens away, you get into a corner and it stops. Now, it's of like, course, Killer Instincts has adopted that now, too. But boom, there it is. There's a wall. That's you've got to fight. That's what you've you got to fight. It's a constraint, but it's a it's a now it's a shit or get off the pot moment. Here we go. But that's what it takes. It takes those defined walls. Kay Cannon had a wonderful uh sentence about that within with about improv is once you've established the parameters then you attack the brackets you hit that shit really hard you come you try and break through those barriers but you, but you have that to, they can't be broken you, well not only that you have to have them in place to start off with to, yeah. to smack shit against because otherwise you're just throwing ideas out and everything's fine but yeah that's what's that's when it's interesting once you have the parameters set up yep. then you can try and break through them and eventually sometimes characters can but only after the world after is defined. We've dealt with it. It's, I think it's, that's one of the beauties of like Wes Anderson films. The guy clearly creates worlds, crazy, unbelievable characters. But because he's clearly defined a world, they totally work within that world, and he creates these distinct, beautiful, wonderful little worlds. And he plays within the rules of those worlds. And the movies that you hate with the story is so bad. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Two is when you see those rules being broken. There are no rules. Yeah. We can do anything. Let's, so let's do that. Yeah. And yeah, just looking at the previews. Well, and that's Transformers. We can do anything. So let's just fucking do that. Like, well, that's boring. That's boring. It's so, bo God, that movie looks so bad. It's boring. That movie looks so <laughs> it bad. Even, it's just, it's just cliche. Well, I mean, all of Transformers. Cliche. It's just like, it's boring. Oh, yeah. Because there's no consequence. Yeah. You know, everything's going to be fine. Let's see if this is going to be fine. The 80s action classic Predator is getting the reboot treatment oh, from 20th Century Fox. Great. Uh, here's what makes it interesting, Is it though. truly a reboot? Or it is, is it a reboot. Is it going to be a girl Predator? Uh, this reboot comes with the interesting attachment that Shane Black, the screenwriter behind Lethal Weapon, director, writer of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and oh, Iron Man 3. Oh, and Iron Man 3. He's good. Black will write the treatment for the project. Oh. Will then hand over scripting duties to Fred Decker. That's his university chum. Okay. That he wrote uh, 87's Monster Squad with. All right. And then Black will oversee the writing and is attached to direct. Okay. So this All right. could be good. The All Lethal right. Weapon movies don't get me excited. No? I had what a about Iron Man 3? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I Did love you see Kiss Kiss Iron Bang Man Bang? 3. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is yep. fun I too. really enjoyed that yeah, film. I love. I had Iron a friend who recently just posted on uh, Facebook. Just spent the weekend watching all the the Lethal Weapon movies. <laughs> they are terrible. She, they hated them. They hate them. <laughs> they but are definitely of no their time. There's no need for four of them. They are of many their there time. Are. Well, four, yeah. yeah. They're of their time. Yeah, yeah. Two I remember enjoying very much as a kid. I think two is probably the best. They're, they're cartoons. They are. They are ridiculous movies. They're cartoons. They are 80s action movies, and um, they only work in the 80s. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Predator Reboot. 
I don't know if we need a Predator reboot. I don't do know we? if we need it, but I'm willing to let Shane Black do it's it. It's not the reboot we need. It's the <laughs> reboot we deserve. It's not even that. <laughs> it's not even the reboot we want. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just recently rewatched the original. Well, I just not too long ago bought it on Blu-ray, and it's still highly entertaining. Yeah, it works fun. perfectly fine. What and the fuck are you? And there's nothing about it, like, graphically. What the hell are you? I can't kill you. What the hell are you? What the fuck? I'm here, come hell? on, kill me. Yeah. What the hell are you? But there's what nothing the in it. Fighting Merman? Yeah. <laughs> Hold still. Hold still, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> when I watch it, you don't go, oh, those special effects are dated. Because there aren't any special effects in there that are dated. It's all mostly physical effects. Yeah. And so it doesn't need it for like, well, you could do better effects with it. It doesn't need it for that reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hi, guys. Can I at least be in the little movie? Uh, I'm sorry. Creature from the Black Lagoon? No, sorry. No, I'm I'm the Predator. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm pretty sure you're not. <laughs> you're the creature from the Black Lagoon. You're not. No, it's not. Don't look at my armor. Look how I'm wearing this dreadlock. Creature, that's just a suit of armor from like. But 17, my dreadlocks. From no. the 1600. No, that's just you stole a guy's wig. That's true. You are the creature from the Black Lagoon. Just go back to the Black Lagoon. We don't. We have no. I haven't worked in decades. Why don't you reboot your own story? Why don't you do your own story? Come on. Now, see, there's a reboot I would not I don't want to do the porn reboot. <laughs> what? There's a Cre- porn? Creature from the Black Girl's Poon. <laughs> and you were in it? Were you actually not in the poon? But of you course actually- I was in it. <laughs> I got in that poon like nobody's business. <laughs> it's funny that I can't... I'm- I can't imagine the that would explain the, the smell of the I, I imagine the snorks. <laughs> the snorks. <laughs> the snorks from the black poon. Creature from the black girl's poon. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, Ready Player One is going into production. According to Coming Soon, the adaptation of the novel was first announced over four years ago. Over 40 years ago? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Guys. Four years. Took a while to figure this one out. <laughs> Thought I was old before. God damn. That's all right. That was a very prescient novel. I think yeah, we're ready. I think we're ready. Uh, <laughs> Don't that, rush yourself. But it was before the novel was actually published, even four years ago. Uh, if you grew up in uh, geeky in Generation X or you have nostalgia for video games that were played by the quarter, uh, that's, that's your book. It's about a teenager in the year 2045 who is on the hunt for a reclusive billionaire's fortune, a fortune he secreted within his immersive pop culture-infested MMO. The 2011 book by Ernest Cline, who also wrote the screenplay for Fanboys, is full of references that speak to geeks who grew up in the 80s from movies such as Buckaroo Banzai, uh, games like Joust and Galaga, music from Rush and Def Leppard. You read that book, right? It's an amazing book yeah, for Yeah, I, I seem to remember you, you in, talking about it. In fact, if... Geek-wise, that is your novel above all novels. I really? have it. Yeah. I still have yet to read it all the way through. Ready Player One. Just huh? a little, yeah. a couple pages in. There is something in there for every 80s geek. Yeah. And the more eight, geeky you were in the 80s, the more the book will speak to you. I so 80s Jeff again, should love it. We've been talking yeah. a lot about 80s. I don't know if I've mentioned this before on this show. I mentioned it on uh, the Ice Cream Social. The old school wrestling podcast, the OSW Review podcast. Uh-huh. They do a video <laughs> podcast. God damn, it's amazing. Really? It's so good. It's a bunch of guys out of the UK talking about Hulk Hogan era wrestling. 
They cover all the big pay-per-views. It's they're hilarious. Number one, and they're chock a block full of other cultural things that were going on at the time. So they do it as if it were that time. They do well, kind of. I mean, they 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 talk. They they put things in perspective. Yeah, yeah. They'll show commercials from that time and and some other stuff, and it's all full of like video game stuff too. So it's really really good. Sort of an offshoot. What's it called again? Botchamania. OSW Review. Old School Wrestling. Okay. Look it up on YouTube. Old School Wrestling Review. OSW Review. Search OSW. You can find some. And and it's great. It's like, you know, really like two-hour videos of the old. So they're deep in it. It's it's, two hours. Yeah. And it's it's the old pod or the old uh, pay-per-view event. With their running commentary throughout the whole thing. As opposed to the thing, actual all kinds of other stuff. This sounds really fun. Oh, dude. And normally when you talk wrestling, I tune right you out. You will love it. This sounds You like will fun. fucking love OSW. Start from the beginning and go. God damn. It's so good. And it's so fun to see it all in perspective from adult eyes and be like, oh, yeah, I thought that. Hulk Hogan is a dick. Oh, no, yeah. He's an asshole. <laughs> he's a real dick. It's really funny. They're just the, the, Some of the stuff you see is like, holy shit, Glory Hound. Let somebody else be the champion oh, for two minutes. No, no. <laughs> he was. Shit is out of control, man. Shit is out of control. But it's really, really interesting to watch it all now. And it's really funny. Their their little theme song is this, this really funny little theme song that, that goes, It was acceptable in the 80s. It was acceptable at the time. It's really, really funny. Yeah, that, it, that wrestling, they do do some shit that oh would not God, be acceptable now. Well, and the, and the whole thing of just, you watch it now, and it is so jingoistic and bizarrely American- Oh, propaganda god bless america we were in a cold war man it's That's but the, it's fucked up oh yeah you know and, and it, what's great is like you know these are guys that grew up in the uk with a little different world perspective yeah and they see you know the ultimate warrior tear the iraq flag in half and yeah. it's kind of like that's not really cool. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like not to put any, not to put sacred cows, not to be like, yeah, you no, know, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, flags don't mean right. that, you but, know, they're not, but they're still, not, that's, but, but it's the, a pretty the fucking reason, bold thing to do when there's a war going on. Yeah. The, they're like, they're like more people could die because of that. <laughs> yeah. That could cause actual death. You're putting for, fuel on the fire. Yeah, right. Exactly. On the real fire. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not to say I object to what you did, uh, in principle, but if I did that right now on TV, woo. Well, even, woo. but even then, it's just kind of like you, it'd be the, like drawing a picture of Muhammad now and tearing set, it up. Well, audiences yeah, would be, audiences wouldn't stand for it nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Because we have a different sensibility. We have a different sense of what the world is a lot smaller. Yes. And we go, you can't just tear up a whole country. You can't just throw a whole country in there. But it's it's also fucked up watching this shit. Because we're about to put poots on the ground again in fucking yep. Iraq. Yep. It's crazy as hell. Yep. The, the, the fucking flat plane of time. Mm. True detective returning over yeah. and over. God damn it. We're a sick fucking messed up. Uh, I what was the listening. fuck is going on? Have you guys seen True Detective yet? Still no, haven't. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I have. I, I, was, watched it, I watched it as it was airing. It so was goddamn good. good. I was listening to. I'm done to with the ones uh, the new black. Everything my repeats, man. It's fucking it crazy. The world's secular. I, oh. was, I was watching, listening secular to. Uh, right. A uh, wait, wait, don't tell me from about a month and a half, you know, back when the Crimea thing, Crimea thing was happening. Yes. And Russia. And we were talking about how they were joking about how hey, we're kind of in a stalemate because we can't really declare war on Russia. And the host goes, yeah, we don't really do anything like that. We don't declare war on people who we can't beat. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, wow, that's really like hitting that nail on the head. Like if that were Afghanistan, we would have walked right in and been like, you can't do that. You know, that's not fair. You're not supposed to. But we can't beat. That's the other thing is we can't beat. But there's then no, we don't. There's win. no objective. There's no. no clear enemy. Nope. It's the stupidest shit. Nope. And I cannot believe I've talked about this. Uh, I cannot believe the revisionist bullshit that Dick Cheney is trying to pull. That has been impressive to yeah. watch him attempt. God damn. I mean, most, talk about your bald the, face lie. I tell oh, you, most Republicans, most Republicans even admit he's an evil person. At this point, yeah. he's going full supervillain. Yeah, he is. <laughs> not even, it's not, no. even, he he's is, not even hiding it. He's the fucking emperor in right. episode one. Right. Like, he is it's like. It's not even, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. You never go just, full supervillain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's missing a cloak and a no. volcano yeah. base, no. yeah. but he's there. Well, we, I bet he I has, a volcano, has base. a volcano base. And I think he's planning on shrinking the moon. Yeah. He's he fucking is. crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's got to have a gold the gun temerity, somewhere. The temerity. The. The balls on that motherfucker yeah. to say shit. It's just so stupid. But uh, I loved it. Uh, uh, Carney, the speaker, the 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 press secretary, okay. Jim Carney. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Jim, I, James Carney just retired. I don't remember his name. Uh, well, he's the reason I remember him is because he's a big Guided by Voices fan. And on his last day, they played some GBV before as he <laughs> came out. But he had a great retort. On one of those statements of, of Cheney's, like, never before has a president been so blind and caused so much. Da, da, da. And, yeah. and he was like, uh, which president is he talking about? Yeah. Because he didn't say a, a name in there. It's like, yeah. oh, come on, of course. But which, that's the thing. But, the but thing that's is, the thing. Like, Cheney, that's Cheney smart. He can say, say president never before he was president. the president. Well, and Cheney can say <laughs> never before as a president and be referring to Bush. But he's never going to say the word Bush. Yeah. So he knows that we'll all assume he's You're talking right. about Obama. Which, so he's You're not right. lying. You're He's right. not lying. Well, he what was a villain. He was the president at that time, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Anyway, God, oh God, it makes me so angry, so angry, so ball fire angry. <laughs> Just ball fire. I've got ball fire. From you do it. have ball fire for many reasons. <sighs> We're still in news we don't give a shit about. No, no, we okay. Yeah. Geeked it a while ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you, what's going on today, Jeff? I don't you know. know. I mean, on? there's just so much going on. I can't even keep track of where <laughs> we only, are story There's only four of us right, here. There's four of us here. And you can't keep up. Really slow. <laughs> <laughs> and really only three of us the way you're going tonight. We got to give him some <laughs> cliff notes. We got to give him some cliff notes. Uh, Marvel announced that Sin City and Death Proof star Rosario Dawson will join the 13-episode Daredevil series. Jeff, on we're Netflix. talking about Rosario Dawson I got and it. Daredevil. Okay. Uh, Marvel right, has keeping not... keeping you on track. One not of the sp- many attractive women in Sin City. Oh, she's a hot business. Yeah. I, I'm a big Rosario fan. Uh, Ever not- since kids. Marvel has not specified <laughs> what role she's playing, making her the first major star added to the show who hasn't been given a character reveal yet. Her character does get a somewhat vague description, though. Quote, Rosario Dawson will play a dedicated young woman whose quest to heal the wounds of Hell's Kitchen brings Matt Murdock unexpectedly crashing into her life while her own journey forever alters the course of his battle against the injustices of this broken city. I bet he walks into her. Yeah, I wouldn't mind crashing into her life. He's going to be all blindy like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to bump in here. Who's Daredevil in this That's one? <laughs> I can't even remember. Do we know? Yeah. For the series? Yeah, yeah I don't remember who Oh, I'm so sorry I bumped in here. Hi. My name's That's your Matt, Daredevil voice? My name's Matt Murdock. No, this is Matt Murdock. <laughs> I change it up when I go all Daredevil. Hi, I'm Matt Murdock. I'm really sorry I bumped into you, but I can tell from where I bumped into you, you're lovely. I'm all blind, though. 
guess what? Guess what? You smell good too. You smell real good. I have real good smell because I'm blind. Hey, why don't you say your name again? Oh, it sounds pretty. Your voice sounds good too. I have good hearings. I have real good hearings and real good smells. Because I'm the, I mean, I'm, I'm blind. I'm not. Okay. It's time for red light, green hey, light. <laughs> you want to go on a date with me? I know the best restaurants because I, I have real good taste. K-E-O. Yeah. Okay. I have the, real the good K-E-O taste. K-E-O is listening. Because I yeah. can't see. So. He's always listening. He's always listening. Legendary pictures. After that, we'll go to a rock concert. But Has it won't a cool be too loud because I don't want to hurt my ears. I have real good hearings. I can hear real good, too. Oh, you smell good. Oh. Oh, oh no, I, I can hear somebody getting robbed. I got to go change my pants. Why Why yeah. would you need to? Don't don't look at me while I do it. Why would you need it. to change your I pants? Can't, look. I'm why does go that concern you? Someone's getting robbed. Why do you need to change your pants? I don't understand. Because it's a thing. But <laughs> no, I that's not a thing. I got to just do <laughs> it's it. It's not a thing. That look, doesn't. This is what's happening. Is that a thing? I'm changing my pants, I'm and I'm trusting you what? not what? to watch. What? I can't know if you're watching or not because I'm what? the blind. I, I feel if like you don't. If do I need to change my pants? Is that what you're saying? I, is that what you do when you? Well, I have been talking to you for a good twenty minutes. You probably do need it to change like your pants. It feels like thirty right? minutes. Do you feel uh, <laughs> uh, what are you saying? You saying my pants? I'm saying when I talk to the ladies because I've been near moisture. You? <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> saying. My my voice moisture. <laughs> what is it happening for you? Because if not, it's not, I can keep talking. No, but look, no, I can't. I, if, I can't delay. If I say I'm moist, will that shut you up? <laughs> I can't dilly dally. I gotta go change my pants for a thing. I, oh, I, that, that's Netflix calling. Turn they, your head. You write their confused. show. Turn your head. I'm still confused. Turn as to around. Pants need to be changed. Oh, forget it. I'm just going. I'm Where running. Are you going? Watch why me would, run. Why are you running? Right. So, surprising. Right. Surprising for a blind guy. Watch me run onwards. Surprising. Onward, watch I'm me running. jump. I'm jumping up the building. I'm jumping up the building. This man's clear. Now I've changed my pants. <laughs> what? Now I'm the daredevil. <laughs> Wait. Where yeah. are you, bad guy? I could smell your fear. Crack, crack, crack. Ah, I wait, beat him up and killed wait, him. You expect me to tell you where I am because you're blind? I got him. I got You didn't have no, to tell me. Marco. I smelled you out because I have good smells. Marco. Yeah. No, thanks. You're done anyway. Go to jail. Uh, no, that's the guy I was I'm gonna beating up. I'm going to put my other you pants back on. You beat up the guy on. I was beating up. There we go. Uh, I got to get back to that good smelling girl. You beat up the guy I was beating up. Oh. <laughs> Ugh. Legendary Pictures has acquired the rights <laughs> Worst Capcom's episode ever <laughs> Capcom's video game franchise Dead Rising And they're going to adapt it in a full length digital feature film It will uh, stream on Sony's ah, Crackle <laughs> Contradiction Films the, uh, most recently produced the Mortal Kombat Legacy digital series And will produce this one uh, The story takes place during a massive zombie outbreak Surprise, surprise <laughs> Quote <laughs> Quote, when a, mandatory, when a mandatory government vaccine fails to stop the infection from spreading, the four leads must evade infection while also pursuing the root of the epidemic with all signs pointing to a government conspiracy, unquote. Legendary Digital uh, Chief Tom Lenski had this to say in a statement. Dead Rising has a built-in fan base and rich characters and plot lines that are ideal for digital storytelling and on target for Legendary's brand. Crackle and content are adept at are adept at trans distributing cutting edge digital content, and we look forward to delivering a highly engaging and cool series for a global audience. But wow, we won't. that is so full of mouth jargon, dude. 
Have you seen the last Resident Evil digital films, the the CG films? No, on Evil? purpose. Well, no. The first one was pretty good. Are they good. digitally animated films? Is yeah, they're, they're CG okay. animated films. They look like a long cutscene. Okay. First one's okay. Okay. It's all right. I believe you. The second one is not good at all. I believe you, too. Uh, then, and this makes me feel like they're basically turning Dead Rising into Resident Evil. And it sounds like they're going to do some kind of crossover. They, well... Are they you know going to incorporate did, Umbrella Corporation into this? Maybe? I didn't, didn't even think about that. If we're red light, green light, yeah. which we are, yeah. I will, because uh, this is what, for Crackle? It's for Crackle. This is just online this is, this entertainment. Is, this this is, is just more noise upon the internet. Sony's channel. Sony's basically. channel. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah, yep. why not green light it? There, I don't know how big of an audience there is for Dead Rising. I've never, I'm not really familiar with the, the game. Is it? A very popular game. It has, what, three iterations if you count the downloadable for the original yeah. Xbox 360 plus the one on the Xbox One. Yep. Been a Microsoft exclusive. Oh, so it has an Xbox One game, too. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, there must be some kind of audience. Yeah, why not? If, if if you know, like you say, we've done the Mortal Kombat one. We've done the uh, the the space thing one. Why can't I The Halo it's not space. No, that's coming, though, yeah. But, the, yeah, they did a Halo show, didn't they, or movie? Well, it's coming. Oh, I thought they've yeah. already done it. Who knows how far along they are with two Halo Could shows. Could I be more of a like Hollywood executive right now? You're, you're I don't it. know. I don't you're know what the hell. It. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's not at our studio. I don't give a Have shit. Have they done a Pac-Man movie? Yeah. yeah, when's the Pac-Man movie coming out? There's an audience for that, right? Pac-Man? <laughs> Everybody loves Pac-Man. They are. It Biggest is in development. You know what? development Pac- for a while. You know what? I want to see that... Uh, right. that Cameron Diaz girl be Miss Pac-Man. What are you kidding me? That'd be awesome. I would um, love that. And anyway, <laughs> she'd yeah, be such a good Miss Pac-Man. Why not? If uh, they would just do the cartoon, really, that's what the light. world wants. If they would do, if well, you know, the I think what's going to happen. That cartoon's not great. It's, that cartoon's it's nostalgic, but it's not great. The cartoon not, is what what is good about the cartoon is the complete oddity and weirdness of it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a Wes Anderson thing. They created a pac world. <laughs> a little bit. You just yes. Pac Man wow. animated series. That's a bit of a stretch. Anderson. No, yep. I would say it's a very a similar a to Adventure Time. Okay. That, that it it has very much like it did try to play by the rules of like a, a but I'll tell you its own strange rules. Great voice work across the board yes. on that show. It's enjoyable old school to watch. Good voice work. Yep. Yeah. It's enjoyable to watch. And if <laughs> they would just, I think what's going to happen is Pac Man is supposedly going to have a bigger role in Wreck-It Ralph 2. A lot of the game characters are, like Mario might even be in Wreck-It Ralph 2 and stuff like okay. that. So I think maybe off the back of that, they'll go, oh, okay. Because they, they keep, Namco keeps trying to reboot Pac-Man. They got that fucking Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, yeah. which they're sinking so much money into, and it's just terrible, I guess. Is it guess. a game? No, it's, a, it's well, on the Wii a U. Game for it. Yeah. There's a game for it, but it's a cartoon series. Ah, uh, okay. okay. It's a CG animated cartoon series, and it's just terrible. Okay. Just stupid. I didn't even know it was a series. I just thought it was a game. Nope. It's a TV show. All but right. it's yeah. dumb. All right. So but how yes. about this? Uh, this I one? will green light it. Green light. Which one's this still? Dead Rising. Yeah. I green light that. Yeah. On Crackle? Sure. Because you never know. One's good. One's bad. If they start to tie it in with Resident Evil, cool. And like for us, we're getting a little tired of zombies. But clearly the society is The not. Earth isn't. I think uh, that we as geeks have been into zombies longer than the rest of the world. They're, it's still new to them, where it's right. getting very old to us. Yeah. Right. They're, they're in year three, where we're in year 12. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. You know, really. What, what? I mean, 
I shouldn't even say 12. I was watching this shit in college. Sure. I was watching Return of the Dead in college, yeah. 93. Yeah. But that was before The Glut, and that's, you know, that's you didn't what have I mean. a whole lot of it. But, I mean, we were right. still, I was still into zombie stuff I was in never college. a huge zombie fan, and still am not. It's like, whatever, they're fine. But, yeah, I've watched more zombies than I ever thought I would. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian Keene with his Rising series re-kicked it off for me to show me what it could be. I just bought... And that's what a lot of this stuff is. I just bought the first Afterlife with Archie trade today. It just came out. Uh, did you read it yet? I haven't read it okay, yet. Okay, let me know what you think. Is that okay. like uh, the Archie comics, but they're zombies? Yes. Yeah. Seriously? Afterlife exactly with Archie. That. Seriously. Yeah. Completely. That I might it's, be interested It's critically in. acclaimed. Yeah. That I might be interested it's good. in. The art is good. It's, it's creepy, man. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. That's a funny idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm a red light. I, it just doesn't sound interesting at all. Why are you really just any more uh, than I, I think just I, I think it works as a video game, but I mean each video game has a different storyline. So I suppose they could do a, a, a standalone storyline just for the series that has nothing to do with the video games. I and think call they're it Dead planning Rising. on incorporating the characters from you the video. You think they game. are going to? What's his name? Him. Frank? Yeah, Frank Welker. Capra. I can't remember his last name, but Frank is definitely Capra. Yeah. Frank Welker the, is the voice guy. No, but Frank. Be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Frank, Frank is the character from the first two. Yeah, the first one. The first one who who did the who did the photography. Yeah, everybody the liked, photographer. And everybody liked him so much that they made him DLC for the second Dead Rising. Right. But then they finally just been like the third one. They're like they reference him in the third one. Okay, there you go. I don't know. I just it just it just seems too. I've covered wars, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I'm, I'm a red <laughs> you light. You restart that game over and over again like me too, huh? That's a stupid fucking thing. I hated that. I hate Dead Rising. I really don't like it. I know people love it. I don't like it at all. I don't have a single Dead Rising game. Fart on you, Dead Rising. But I'll see what your movie is like. Even though it'll probably be a fart your, noise. Your TV series? Yeah. Is it? A, oh, it's going to well, be a Well, because it's right. also one of those things like right now, from what I understand, just looking as a financial producer, blah, blah, blah. Those online shows, the money isn't that much to put them on. And so they don't have to make a ton of money to be profitable. Sure. And so that to me is like, sure, why not? And even though it's debuting on Crackle, it does have a plan for video on demand, DVD release, all that as well. Yeah, if it does well enough. Yeah, no, no, that's already in there. Yeah. That's already moving. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. All right. So it's greenlit with a single descent from Jeff. We kick it upstairs. I'm sure the KEO will hate our decision. We'll find does. out. He usually does. The folks who made the 2010 documentary The People vs. George Lucas have announced oh, that yeah. a sequel dubbed The People vs. George Lucas 2 is currently <laughs> in development to focus specifically... Very creative name. On with the number two or the letters with the no- T-O-O? With the number two. Well, two eyes. Oh. How about that? Okay. Um, to focus specifically on Lucasfilm's sale to Disney... And what that could mean for the future of Star Wars. Oh, come on, people. You're never Let happy. Let it go. You're never happy. The film will go. interview fans and experts with the aims to answer the questions of what the franchise will look like with Lucas out of the workshop and Disney calling the shots. Uh, the doc is set to open at the same time as Episode 7 on December 2015, uh, so it will admittedly be some guesswork. Uh, here's the official synopsis for the project. While many seem delighted that George Lucas finally handed over the reins and excited about the future of the franchise, other are, others are worried about the Disneyfication of the galaxy far, far away that has defined their childhood. The In pe- other news, the sky is blue, water is wet, <laughs> and the sun is hot. Uh, episode two will draw on the curtain, draw the curtain on the examination of the world's complex relationship between creator and the fans of the world of popular culture, asking the question: What does the future of Star Wars look like without George Lucas? 
<laughs> you know what? No. That belongs in news I don't give a shit about. Yeah. <laughs> hey there. Yeah. Did you see the first one? I did, and it mm. was kind of interesting and entertaining, but even that one got a little like, you are yeah. just a bunch of lonely guys living in a basement bitching about shit that just doesn't go make your own just do something yeah, right. do anything with your fucking life right not that i have done all that much with my life but do i get obsession something i understand the God. obsession well you of all people should but go and do your own thing too but good lord it's just like mm-hmm. number one to say he ruined your childhood i think is he bullshit. gave you a childhood he gave you a childhood that you loved so he did not ruin your childhood. No. He gave he you a childhood a, you could look fondly upon right. as an adult. He created a different childhood for a for bunch a of new kids. Who really who, like the movies. They do. So fucking so, let it go. And the original movies, really, when you look at them as an adult, are pretty much for kids. Especially episode four. Episode four is very juvenile in a lot of and, its portrayals and stuff. Which, But I should, I, I'll take that is, back. It's night. Na- it's got a beautiful naivete. It's he definitely went with like an innocence to the film, right? Making. Yeah, and the story. And then I then you I love the twisting up of it all in Empire, Five the greatest little, movie yeah, that ever yeah, was. Yeah. Just gets and then Jedi goes back to cornball. A lot of cornball in Jedi. Yeah. When you got twenty two seconds of a dead Ewok, cornball. <laughs> it's longer. It's the longest shot in the film. One of the longest shots where, in the where, film. Where it's, where the, the dead Ewok? Where the, and the other one where comes the Ewok over dies and the other one comes in and is like, oh no, you're dead. Yeah. Tries to pick it, oh yeah, tries to wake I, him up. I don't know exactly how long it is. I think it's 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 on the edge of like 30 seconds, something like that. Maybe it's more. It's a long shot. It's, it's one of, if not the longest shots wow. in all of, Empire, of of Jedi with a dead teddy bear. <laughs> and it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. It, so, it says this is real. Oh, it, the gravitas is there. <laughs> Ikoto, ita, ika, ika, oka. That's that's the new ringtone. That's, that's. I feel ringtone. like that was creature from the Ewoks. <laughs> creature from the Ewoks poon. <laughs> Ewoks return to Endor. <laughs> as much as I yeah. want to, I really can't call it. Return the to back. Rear Endor. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh wow. Chief Chirpa, what is that? It's my magic medicine stick, motherfucker. Oh. Why is it all brown and sticky? Because <laughs> I went to the back rear endor. <laughs> Oh man! The moon of Rear Endor. Those TV The brown movies. moon of Rear Endor. <laughs> oh, the TV movies. Yeah. Wow. Crash, wow. crash, crash, crash. <laughs> that movie was dumb. There were two of them. Yeah. Crash, yeah, crash, crash. The first. Yeah. So the second here, one was there's horrible. There's a prime example, though. You're complaining about how he ruined your childhood. In your childhood, he did <laughs> shitty shit. Yeah, but we don't remember it. Yeah. Because because things weren't that prevalent. <laughs> I remember it. I taped it and watched it over and over again. Right, yeah. I did too. But but not a lot of people taped the holiday special because that was pre-VCRs. That's true. I mean, yeah. not pre-VCRs but for, for no, everybody, but for a lot of people. people didn't have a lot of people yeah. didn't have VCRs yeah. at that point. And then, and, but then by the time the Ewok movies came around, we got those on tape. Yeah. But they're just, yeah. woo. Oh, I got them on DVD. They're horrible. What? You have those on DVD? Goddamn right, I what do. What the fuck is wrong with but you? But it was also a time where we all said, Ah, it's TV, and TV's never as good as movies. 
You're right. And so we were willing to forgive bad TV. A right. More because TV time. didn't count nearly as like, much. Ah, yeah. There's good TV. There was good TV at that time. But we were also more willing to be like, oh, well, this was a movie and now it's on television. And TV, so, had, TV was still much more of a disposable medium. You're right. Yeah. Because yeah. there was for the for the infancy of television, it was all disposable. Nothing was being kept. It was all just one time yeah. broadcast and gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, AMC's Breaking Bad may be over, but its legacy will live on through its spinoff, Better Call Saul. Which got a second season before it's even started the first. And that's my news. All right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there and there on. you go. Congratulations, Bob Odenkirk. You deserve every bit of it. Absolutely. You're the man. Keep yeah. up the great work. Yeah, I want to see it. I love I don't him. Know. He, what? he was involved with the Tom Goes to the Mayor. That show is. What are you talking about, dude? Was a horrible, horrible misstep. No, it's not my favorite show. Tom goes to the mayor is not my favorite show. I don't know that show. But there's some. Do you like it? I know. I don't know. Early Adult Swim days craziness. It's it's Tim and Eric's first thing. I was. I never got into Tim and Eric. Okay. Okay. Now I know why you're you're defending it because Tim and Eric are involved and they're horrible as well. Oh no! But dude, Tim and Eric have some really funny stuff. And one of the funniest name one thing they do that's funny. The I watched their thing, fucking movie the other day. The funniest, I wanted to shoot myself. That is a that is a tough one. <laughs> that, that movie is fucking tough. The movie is Even garbage. with John C. Riley, that, that movie is that hard movie to is, watch. That movie came out of the planet Rear Endor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there are some there are some sketches on Tim and Eric that I find very very funny. I, the, my favorite thing on Tim and Eric was Bob Odenkirk doing the voiceover for Bow. I certainly did not see that. <clears throat> so you haven't seen it? We uh, don't need to see yeah. it now. It, yeah, you need to see it. <laughs> no, no I, not we're now. not doing that on the show. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll not right in a second, yeah. but Look, in a few I just, seconds, I agree, we'll though. plug Odenkirk it in. Is, Bob <laughs> plug it in. His track record is solid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that was a misstep. Yeah, but one misstep. Yeah, yeah. And a everybody's got career, one. That's as his a one. comedian, that's not too shabby. You know? So, all right. Yeah. No, so I, this I agree is, with you there. Yeah, we're I not. We're not plugging it. We'll I watch it after the show. We're not plugging we, that into this. All right. Well, can I, I just play it? Watch Saul. No. I want. I gotta. Sh- I gotta show him. There's some funny shit. It's a minute. We did it last There's week this, where we fucking right, plugged well, listen, your machine in. This is one. So that and then it didn't turn out very well audibly right. either. But this is <laughs> one. No. One minute. You gotta see it because we're talking about Bob Odenkirk. We'll see after the show. No. After the show, and then we can talk about it next week. Get. Get. No. Stop it. Stop that. I can talk it's over that. Stop it. Great. Stop it. It's so goddamn Stop good. Stop it. Robert Morris University. Guys, in guys, Chicago. guys, 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 guys. Please That's listen to it. it. Look no. up. Look at it. It's fucking hilarious. I, it to us. I believe you believe later. that. And I can't wait to find out God later on. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Ass. Everybody at home. There's a time YouTube. B O W E L. Tim and Eric. Watch it. It's a minute. That is your homework. You'll thank me. We can put the link up on the website. Okay. There you go. Or they could also hate you. <laughs> no. Oh, no. They probably already do that. This, okay. This, <laughs> this has my seal of hilarity. If you don't like this, you don't like funny shit. It's goddamn <laughs> hilarious. It's goddamn hilarious. I don't know. Your track record with funny stuff is questionable. <laughs> this thing is... Super Jail... I like Super Jail. Dude, Super Jail's going into season four. Wonder Showsen. Super Jail's like going Super Jail's going into season four because David Wayne and that crew are putting out gold. Super Jail for me, it's it's just a little too manic. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I can see what you're digging, but it's just a little too manic. It's out there. It's, it's, it's right? fast-paced, like it's crazy. Const- yeah, I feel like it's constantly yelling at me. I love and it. I just can't. Yeah, but I, then can, I have to be in the right mood to watch so it. Titan. <laughs> Which one? Titan's constantly yelling at me, too. Titan is constantly. Did you get through it? I haven't gotten through it all yet. I caught a little bit of an episode. What is wrong with you? My life is a series of backed up shows. Oh, I was going to say, what the fuck? <laughs> what really else is. are you watching? He's he got the full series of True Detective Black, on the DVR. Two more episodes, and that's off my list. I've done that one already. I cleared he that out. He is media backed up. <sighs> oh, you're telling me. <laughs> Medially backed oh. up? He's I media constipated. Yeah. I have some ba- a few backlogs, but not He suffers not from that media many. constipation. <laughs> not that many. I burn through shit, man. I burn through it. If I really like it, it's getting watched Hard. Hard. Anyway, Robert Morris University in Chicago is making a full-fledged varsity sport out of multiplayer online battle arena game League of Legends. Like other sports, it will have scholarships, a coach, and uniforms. Holy shit. RMU is accepting between 45 and 50 qualified esports applicants for their League of Legends team. We're there already. I know drones. According according to athletic director Kurt Melcher, if accepted, they'll receive a scholarship of up to 50% of their tuition and the same for their room and board. The team will compete in the Collegiate Star League, going up against teams from Harvard, MIT, and more. RMU is the first to offer scholarships and full athletic program status to their League of Legends team. I just, uh, I don't know if it's a sport, but okay. If poker's a sport, this is a fucking sport. Well, I don't, I don't agree that poker's a sport. Well, yeah. Poker in the rear, liquor in the back. I don't know what that, that has sport? to do with a video game. <laughs> it's it's huh? liquor in the front, poker in the rear. What? <laughs> poker in the rear, liquor in the back. Smack her on the ass and chew on her crack. Poker in the rear, <laughs> liquor in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Poker in the rear, liquor in the back. That's how it goes. <laughs> Seems redundant. No. Nope. That's how nope. It goes. It's poker in the rear, liquor in the back. No. Elbow in the eye. <laughs> That's not how it goes. Back. It's poker in the rear, liquor in the back. Back. Milk, I, milk, I told you what it lemonade. is. Lemonade. Rear end door. Poker in the rear end door. Liquor in the back end door. Milk, milk, lemonade, and the fudge are all made out of the ass. <laughs> <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade. Around the corner, fudge is made. <laughs> Pour them all in one big bowl and have yourself. Smack her in the ass and chew her in the crack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Poker in the end, runner up the flagpole. The statue of Cha Chan Pai by Peruvian. I'm sorry. Cha Chan Pai. Bless you. Everybody's got to Cha Cha Pai. Cha Cha Pai. Cha Cha Pai. Cha 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 Pai. Everybody do the Cha Cha Pai. Hey. All the girls, they do the Cha Cha Pai. All the guys, they do the Cha Cha Pai. Everybody want to do the Cha Cha Pai. When you're out on the floor, the Cha Cha Pai. If you're over at the store, the Cha Cha Pai. Are you hungry for more? The cha-cha pie. Are you want to buy a chicken? The cha-cha pie. Have you got a lot of hair? The cha-cha pie. Are your feet dancing fast? The cha-cha pie. Do you sweat down your nose? The cha-cha pie. Liquor in the front and rear? The cha-cha pie. Yeah, you get the taste of the cha-cha pie. There's a whole lot of cha-cha in 
the cha cha pie. pie. If you leave at the cha cha, it's a no cha cha pie. pie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was a huge hit in the seventies. <laughs> cha cha pie. Uh, Pink Lady and Jeff. That was one of their staples. <laughs> Well, it was a huge hit for them, yeah, man. Pink lady and <laughs> they go to all the supper clubs, and people be like, "Cha cha pie!" Yeah, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> We're not doing it. Pie. We're not doing it tonight. <laughs> We're not doing it tonight. Cha cha pie! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mother's cha cha. Take off pie. your pants. Yeah, here we go. Liquor in the back, poker in the rear. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. You don't make any sense. Cha-cha pie. Fuck your cha-cha pie. <laughs> the statue cha-cha pie. <laughs> by Peruvian, I'm sorry, I misheard you. <laughs> by Peruvian artist Fernando de la Jara. Historically stood watch outside the Tubingen University Institute. Your for what? Tubingen. Tubingen? Tubingen. Tubingen? It's in Germany. Tubingen, we made the, the steps. <laughs> then to end, we made the building. That's how that's how the construction went. Tubingen, we start with this concrete. To begin ending, we start with this wood. With this. This Stop. is wood. <laughs> We put wood around and then put the concrete on it. So to begin is the wood. <laughs> to begin, to finish, university to begin is to end. For micro- <laughs> microbiology and virology in Tübingen, Germany, what? since 2001. <laughs> I can't it imagine why I'd be flummoxed. Fucking porky pig university <laughs> over here. Tübingen. Tübingen who? You know, the statue also happens to depict Mrs. a Chick-a-Pay? giant this is vagina. A fucking twin language. <laughs> oh, this is what this fucking thing's getting yeah, to. Yeah, 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 I saw it. Yeah, that, yeah. Is a, that is the statue? The yes, that cha-cha. is. Cha-cha. So, oh, because cha-cha means, no, means pussy. But the word isn't cha-cha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was our mishearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think anything called chan cha pie. <laughs> Last week, an American student got himself stuck in it yes, and needed to be rescued by local firefighters. So he got stuck in a giant vagina statue. Yes. What's the rescue name? went down on Friday afternoon. They went down on him on Friday? Uh, uh, and reportedly took 22 <laughs> firefighters. 22 firefighters. Or in other words, three firefighters who arrived on the scene first that decided to call the whole squad in so they could stare. <laughs> to free the student from I thought for a moment you were going to tell me these were Polish firefighters. It's 32 ton how many, marble How prison. many Polish firefighters does it take to remove an American student from a statue of a vagina? <laughs> I don't know. How many? 22. <laughs> uh, I, I don't get that joke. Huh? I don't get that joke. And that's why you never will. I don't, what? Huh? Oh, that doesn't make Cha-cha pie. That, now that's funny. <laughs> Take off your pants. Oh. <laughs> We're not here for the late show. Get the fuck out. Uh, it was the story was worth it for the story. Do the cha-cha pie. <laughs> Do the cha-cha pie. Cha-cha pie. Uh, I heard they're going to replace that statue with just a bunch of George O'Keefe's. <laughs> They're going to put a, a replica of the Washington Monument next door to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're going to put a, a button right where the clitoris should be. It's like actually just expand the thing whenever you hit it. So next time somebody gets stuck, they just slap the clitoris <laughs> and it'll open up a little more. 
Good night. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be here all week, folks. (laughs) You catch him tomorrow night. Thursday nights. They, they talked to the they talked to the guy. Nights. They talked to the guy while he was stuck in the in the in the statue and they're like, "What's the matter, pal? What's the matter?" He's like, "Ah, I tell you what. Uh, I'm in a lot of pain." They're like, "Really? It really hurts really bad? Uh, what would you compare the pain to?" He says, "Let me say this. I'd rather have a front a frontal lobotomy than my foot stuck in a labia majora." <laughs> 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 and that's my life. <laughs> Why was the American student stuck in the statue of the vagina? I don't know why. Why was he? Because he crawled into it and wedged his foot in very tightly. I, is that? I don't get. That's the joke. it. I don't get the joke. That's a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! New clauses added to the funding agreements for schools in the UK have banned creationism from being taught at any schools that accept government funds, even church schools. The UK ban on creationism being taught isn't, in fact, new. It's been in effect for a new publicly funded free school since uh, 2012. That ban only covered new free schools and not academies. What's changed is the inclusion of academies to the ban, as well as free schools established before the 2012 ban. So that's any school in the UK which takes public money. This also gives an official definition of creationism by the government of the UK, which recognizes it's a fringe belief not based in evidence-based science. The changes went into effect last week. Huh. All righty. Yeah. Well, there's that. Good for them. Not so great for us. And the world's largest video game collection as certified by the... Wait a minute, how does that affect us? It's because it's implemented there, but not here. Yeah, Yeah. well, but that's like... Not so good for us doesn't necessarily mean... like It doesn't harm us. No, it doesn't. <laughs> he's, he's dreaming. He's dreaming. I understand. I dreaming just, big. But knowing the the domestic... Defenders of creationism or intelligent design, as a lot of them like to to try to <coughs> plug yeah, yeah. in there now, they're going to point to that precedent as saying, "See, this is the reason we can't allow ourselves to become like like England and blah and Europe and blah 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 yeah. blah blah." Big government, whatever. Yeah. Let them dummies. I know, but fart you know, noise still hurts my brain. <laughs> the you, world's largest video look, game you collection. Say fart noise, or you make it. You don't do both. I Come did on. both. <laughs> That's like poking her in the back and licking her rear. <laughs> poking her in the back or licking her in the rear. Uh, we've just, oh, guys, uh, we just got a comment from the statue. Hot news. Hot news from the statue. <laughs> the breaking news. Uh, we, we asked it uh, about, you know, what it thought was going on with this guy and why why this man felt the need to crawl in and get stuck in this vaginal statue. And uh, the vaginal statue said, <laughs> I hope everybody listened to last week's episode. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if that's. <laughs> the world's largest you know, video game you collection. You think it would have been easier for him to get out? 
think. <laughs> As certified by the Guinness Book of World Records, has been sold for roughly $750,000. What has? Uh, the world's largest video game collection, as oh. certified by the Guinness Book. Yes. Wow. Or rather, the winning bid for the collection of between 10,607 and 12,000 games, which has a big discrepancy, uh, was yeah. $750,250. Earlier in the month, Buffalo, New York resident Michael Thomason put his massive collection of games up for sale on GameGavel. The winner of the Game Gavel auction will get all the games, the actual Guinness certificate related to the collection, a lifetime subscription to Retro Magazine, which includes an autographed copy of its premiere issue, issue featuring the collection. Uh, he or she just won. Uh, over 2,600 of the games in the collection are factory sealed, while over 8,300 oh. are complete with boxes and manuals. 10,000 <laughs> games at 75 bucks a Doesn't piece. he have like a lot of one-of-the-kind, like, prototype and, yeah, he's and got stuff s- that was, like, never released yeah, in, he, in his collection as well? ridiculous pieces in there. Yeah. Uh, turns out the vagina statue was not really surprised no. by this occurrence. Oh, really? Why? Uh, given the time of year, here we are in the middle of August. The selling of the video games? Uh, or September. Here we are in wait. June. 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 We're in June. Yeah. We're in June. Uh, the fact that this 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 occurred in June. This man getting stuck inside of her. She was not surprised by this at all. In fact, she thought it was just another summer's eve. <laughs> <laughs> What's your summer's eve? <laughs> Write to us comments at uglycouchshow dot com <clears throat> or don't. It's yeah. okay this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never seen a summer's eve. Tell us some of these joke before. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have douche on douche violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to do the roast banana. <laughs> you said douche on douche. <laughs> <I was like, laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. Uh, again, that is, really? uh, yeah. I believe that's vagina for famous Paul. <laughs> 80s Jeff. <laughs> Captain Luddite. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek or whatever that kind of talking was. We'll, wow. It's your own fault. We'll automatopoeia really. next week. It's <laughs> your own fault, Torgo. You should have known. It's always my fault. You should have known that that would happen. <laughs> He should have known. Uh, you know, the guy wasn't. The guy didn't really mind having his foot caught in the in the giant vagina statue. His main complaint was he had a four foot pube stuck in his throat. After four foot pube, everybody. Four foot pube. Four foot, four foot pube. pube. <laughs> this show's version of Bob Bob Bowie. Four foot pube. 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 Bob Bob Bowie. Four foot pube. Four foot pube. Oh man. We get people calling into other radio shows saying four foot pube and and Cha Cha Pie will be will be on the road. Cha Cha Pie. Four foot pube. Cha Cha Pie. Four foot pube. What? Cha-cha pie, cha-cha pie. I don't understand what you're huh? saying, sir. Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so we got a caller. We got a caller about from the, Kansas uh, City. The, uh, Kansas the City? new Iraq uh, uh, plan of attack. Uh, what's up, caller? Uh, well, what, cha-cha what, pie, cha-cha pie. What? what is cha-cha pie, four-foot pube. What is he cha-cha saying? Cha-cha pie, four-foot pube. I, I cha-cha pie, cha-cha pie. Johnny, how did this cha-cha guy get on? Cha-cha pie, four-foot pube. Johnny, cut him off. Why did he get on? How did this guy get on, Johnny? I think that might be military secrets. Yeah, that can't be. Is that plan name? Cha-cha pie, cha-cha pie. It's Operation Cha-cha pie. Cha-cha pie. Cha-cha pie, four foot pube. So there you go. Uh, those of you who uh, were listening to Ice Cream Social today <laughs> and wrote in, there I had a question on Ice Cream Social. Okay. <laughs> the guy said, I said, 
we've heard you do a couple of accents on Ice Cream Social. <laughs> they said, right. Ice cr- they'd only heard me do two accents, right? Yeah. And he, he kind of took umbrage with the my uh, British accent. Oh, all right. It was really kind of funny of all the accents, right? Yeah. And, and he asked, he said, is there any accent that you won't do because it could be offensive or whatever and why? And it's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Listen to this show and you'll hear all the crazy shit. And Matt was very funny. He's like, You guys are getting a very filtered Paul. Oh, yeah. You you are much more reserved. Totally. You are well behaved on Ice Cream Social. Absolutely. You are well behaved. It just shows you I have different (laughs) things. So this is for the. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. This is <laughs> welcome to the dark side, fucks. <laughs> this would be the this would be the ten thirty show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, this is where that's, I d- this yeah. is where it's no holds barred. Ice cream social is the prime time show, and then this is you know this, this ice cream is so- the late this night is, with yeah. With this the is famous the Paul. Yeah. This is definitely <laughs> the, the blue, blue show, show for Paul. Yeah. Cha cha pie, cha cha pie, four foot pubes. Cha cha pie, four foot pubes. Cha cha pie, four foot pubes. What? Hang up on this guy. Cha cha pie, cha cha pie, four foot pubes.